0: Welcome to the Flawed, Foolish and Fantastic Podcast. Um, We are here for an episode of a podcast known as Flawed, Foolish and Fantastic. And today we have our guest, the esteemed Paikom Roop Singh, who I've known for many, many years. And if it wasn't for Paikom Roop Singh, I wouldn't be here today doing the work I'm doing. Uh, And I, I can go through that another time and I'll Thank you again and again. And I'll do that through this. But flawed, foolish and fantastic. I'm flawed and foolish, so is my person. So this is us and you are our fantastic. We are, our <laughs> guests are fantastic because what you're going to do is you're going to bring, you're going to shed a light on who you are and you personally might not realise how important you are to other people and how important you will be in the future based on what they hear from what you say. Um, and that's why I wanted to come here and just shed a light upon you. So you. Myself First of all, why would you, why oh, you, uh, why did you Thank it? you very much for allowing us to come down here and, and setting up camp in your house. And I apologize, or you know, you haven't taken time out from other things. Um But basically, I just wanted to do a talk on yourself. If you're happy with that thing,
1: sure, I'd
0: love to. That's great. Yes, right, for those people who don't know you, tell us who is Singh. Well,
1: firstly.
2: Myself and yourself, we went to uh, university together back in ninety seven, ninety eight, ninety
3: nine,
2: mm-hmm. and we were friends. And did uh, we a lot of sangat there, and that was back in the day of Salvo this uh, mm-hmm. epic, uh, uh, groundbreaking uh, website. It's avant garde really in the in the Sikhi world about you know the type of information that was being used there, uh, the historical sources. Uh, the discussion of the sample, the discussion of what was controversial at that time, uh, out in the open. So, yeah, we were kind, we kind of met in that in on that scene. Yeah. But about myself, before we met, I was born here in Northampton,
3: okay.
2: and obviously born to Punjabi Sikh uh, parents. And one of my biggest influences was my grandmother. Yeah. And she was a student of uh, Baba Nan Singh, Baba Isha Singh Ji, who followed him, the other Baba Isha Singh uh, of the same name, and uh, Baba Mia Singh, Siyar Ali. Yeah. And so when I was younger, you know, some of my memories going to the by uh, the Buddha Mashi Nanaksar in Coventry. Was Hanji Hanji, seeing Baba Ji, Mahapur like, coming around, Ukitani coming around. She was very she believed a lot in Gurbani. She had total faith was in Gurbani. She wasn't into any superstitions. Mm-hmm. And doing her mala every day, doing Simran, listening to Sukhmi Sab, Asadiva, Nidhanim. So we were brought around brought up in that ambience and obviously respectful for book yes. And my own family background is that my dad's ancestors came from Afghanistan. Okay. And they came to no, nama shared area, and one of my grandad, like great grandfathers, he had two wives, and they both went into different areas, okay. and uh, where one wife settled, our family came from, okay. and uh, and so on. My dad's side, a lot of the things were non okay, yeah, and. My dad's great grandfather—he died when he was quite old. He knew a lot of Sudan Gabani off by heart. He was unpartly; he couldn't read or write, but he memorised it all. Yes. And he'd do ghee them by like you know banging his gut on like a pot or something, yeah. and singing along to it. And he was very didang- into sword, and he'd never take like driving a car. He'd walk places, yeah. white water, and unpartly. <clears throat> so I never met him, but my sisters met him when they went to India in 1986. Okay. So you know these kind of when you hear about someone like that who's completely different to the norm. Yeah. You when know, they would live in, live on the cool in a little haddi to keep his sword, do his shinan, yeah. do his part, and live a very very long life, like I'm talking over 110. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so you know I would hear about these kind of people, and my mum's um, mother was a student of Baba Nanam in Rampur, Kerali. Yeah, yeah and I've done Sangat there with uh, Baba Babaji at the moment.
0: Baba Seva Singh
2: Baba Seva Singh Ji. I never met Baba Hanam Singh so My mum, was also a student of Baba Hanam Singh Ji. And, yeah, so there, you know, this kind of hearing about these great mahamdulik yeah. people who are immersed in Naam. And, yeah, through my, when I was younger, obviously going to school, you get out, outside influences, but they didn't... Oh, they didn't shake me too much, if oh. I'm honest with you. I was really quite straightforward. I'd go to school, come home, yeah. play a few computer games, meet my friends. I didn't really do anything too crazy or wild, huh? Yeah. But by the time I was get came to about 14, 15, I asked the question, what's this gear about? Mm. What is it? And my BB, obviously in her worldview, which is, you know, pure Punjabi, also i you know, completely illiterate, just about signed her signature. Mm. And she tried her best to explain, but I didn't understand, yeah. And she taught me more mantra and wahiguru and doing wahiguru on the breaths and mm-hmm. you know all types of different ways of even doing it. And she'd explain to me Shabads because she'd remember it from Katha. Yeah. Uh, sometimes when somebody's illiterate, they remember much more than somebody's literate.
0: Yeah. my years. Uh, and and, and, the and the, yeah. So when you the that, you know all of it. Exactly. Exactly. If, uh, if you trying to ask me the twenty-four body of Sukhmani Sava, I can't do it.
2: Handi, handi. And you know she would know like the art as well, yeah. what it means. And so then I'd uh, sit in this. She actually passed away in this room. Right. And so you know I'd sit with her and uh, try to understand the mystical. And I was neither a believer, and I was neither a disbeliever. I just didn't have a have a uh, a position. Yeah. But when I came to fourteen, fifteen, you know that's time in your life when you're trying to find yourself mm. as a as a very young man. Yeah. I was like, what's the point of this? Like I look different. What's the advantage of it? And I wasn't really materialistic, I was just very practical.
1: Yeah.
2: And for me it made no practical sense. Yeah. And that's how I kind of <laughs> I kind of like told myself it was worthless and yeah. I'd better to cut my hair.
1: Yeah.
2: And so then I said to my BB, I said, uh, yeah. and I get and I debated it for some because Yeah. And I said, nay. You know, I don't see the point of it. Because you sending back shahids and this and that. I said, well, I don't own anything. Yeah. It's not that I made them do what they did for me. Yeah. I'm just trying to get by here. And I'm called a Paki when I go out on the streets. Exactly, yeah. And Iraqi bastard. You know, anytime if there's a war here, you're an Afghan, then you become an Iraqi. Yeah. When people don't know what you are, they treat you in different ways. Yeah. And we had a lot of bullying in school. Yeah. Uh, me, my sisters, and I think I received the most of it because I was the youngest. And so this is the NF days, you know. Yeah. Getting my jewelry pulled out, people threatening me with knives. This is when I'm walking to school, yeah. and so it, even there was a stage like walking, going to school, I just didn't want to. Yeah. And my baby would just sign me off, true. He would just sign, sign it. Uh, he can't come in; he's sick. And I'd have months and months. I'm like um, not even going to school.
0: Yeah, that's the thing. You know what? That's on Sunday because you on those days, you would. Have, I'm guessing the population. Yeah. Of. Either know, good six or so Indians or in so little, so little,
2: right. so little. So I didn't want to go anywhere, and I just yeah. preferred to be at home. So I <clears throat> used to be truant a lot,
3: yeah.
2: but somehow I managed to get everything done and learn and pass my exams and stuff. So that's what I was really born into. And then, you know, and there was a lot of fun. Family moments were really good. My mum and dad, her sisters, I had really good friends. I had a really good childhood, yeah, uh, a very special, magical one, and. By the time I was 15 and contemplating cutting my gears, I was already reading a lot of books on Sikki.
1: Okay.
2: And I was, I'd say, quite a bit of a geek. I was into computer games and reading, and mm. that was it. I wasn't really, I did sports, of cricket, badminton, but I preferred the computer, some programming, and
1: uh, the, the am um, uh, um, <laughs> <It's just laughs>
0: huh? so I doing? Kamal Rub Singh leaves the room to check on something and returns. Yes, yeah, sorry. You you were yeah. just saying about your your childhood, especially with going to school. Um, yeah. You know, you were saying obviously the difficulties with going.
2: Yeah, it didn't. I, I can't say at any point it made me fearful. I yeah. wasn't afraid, even when people were pulling knives out on me, threatening me. I, I can't say I was really afraid. Like yeah. it really affected me in that way. It just made me dismayed.
3: Yeah.
2: And that was actually more dangerous because I carried that for a long time.
1: Yeah.
2: It just made me dismayed. Like. Why are we living here for? What's the point? You know, yeah. now, you know we're always going to be bloody packies in this place. You know, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah of course it is. And then, and it made me like so <coughs> not as motivated as I could be. And you yeah, know, my mum taught me uh, Punjabi. She made a big effort. I wasn't really interested, to be honest. And but she didn't force it. But but, but Yeah. And I managed to learn Gurumukhi, Urdu, and everything, which I'm thankful to her. Otherwise, all of this work here, yeah. none of it would have been possible. And so I used to mess around in Punjabi school. I wouldn't say I was like really stupid, but I was quite stupid. And I was quite delinquent. Like I didn't have any interest. But at the same time, the mug was quite sharp. So The little bit I do, I'd remember it. And so I wasn't, I wouldn't say I was the best or conformist. I was quite like nerdy on the edge, not really interested. Then as I got to 14, 15, I wanted to fit in. I wanted to be a part of something. Yeah. I wanted to, you know, be more positive. I don't know. In a way, yeah,
1: yeah,
2: and be with things and like you know, understand my identity. And then I went to the Northampton Library. And this is in the days when you had really good libraries, yeah, and fantastic resources of books. And obviously, that's not the case so much anymore. People are into reading anyway,
1: yeah.
2: And I'd got out all the books on religion, like literally the whole shelf. And like, you know, you could take like 10 15 books out, I can't remember. And then I'd read them like in a week, get the next lot read all the ones by McLeod and Sikhi this, and I'd like make little notes even back then, like what's or grant that he's mentioned or what's yeah. Dasam grant. And then I'd ask my BB, she'd explain to me best she could, and she yes, was right, what she said, it's very brief. basic. Yeah. yeah, basic. And I asked different people, this is coming on to 15, and then I just thought, you know what, I am really interested in all this stuff, I am really interested in the bottom and I had a mystical experience as well. Uh, when I was about 15, I just really expanded and I felt like I was part of everything.
1: Okay. And
2: I can't explain why it was, but I remember I'd, I'd, I'd read Keith and Suhila the part, but I'd never att- attributed the experience to it mm. after the part, as I was falling asleep. And I just felt like I'd been shot outside of the universe and I was seeing it as a little speck, yeah. like a little dot. And I was like, what's that? And I, ne- and I knew there's something more. It made me question more, because it was such a deep, clear experience, this one so vivid I can remember it now. Yes. And then anyway, I didn't know, I didn't have a spiritual sense. Uh, I had, a, I had a, a more of a mind sense yeah, okay. uh, from the conditioning. And now I thought, you know what, I was going to cut my hair because how do I know what having haircut is if you don't have one? Yeah. So it just got to that kind of reality with me. And also, uh, you know, some of my teachers made me think a lot. There was like Dr. Harmon, a science teacher, Used to say a lot of thought provoking comments. Okay, so I think he was into like a psychedelic world or LSD world or something where he was looking at the universe different. Yeah, and he used to teach physics and chemistry. He made me think a lot. Then there was later on, there's another teacher who influenced me a lot as well. I'll mention his name when I come to it. And then, yeah, got to fifteen, cut my gears, and then I thought, went to school. I thought actually, I'm still a packy. Yeah, and that's the you thing. Know what I'm what? Now I'm a packy with cut hair. That term doesn't change, does it? Yeah, They yeah. see you as they see you. Yeah, and then I went to my BB and she was like refused to even speak to me, even like give me a hug. I said, BB, hmm. hmm. uh, I understand why now. Yeah. Uh, getting rid of it in a weird way made me understand why I should have it because I thought, Well I'm just now a paki with cut hair.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> Any different, you know? And the, and the racism didn't stop.
1: Yeah.
2: And then at school I can stand, you know, for me, I'm not a violent person, I'm not an aggressive person, but I can stand my ground if I have to,
1: yeah.
2: to another level if I have to. And so my dad and mum had enrolled us in karate and, you know, different martial arts, different things from when we were very young. And so this guy kept saying, fucking Becky, fucking mm-hmm. bubu ding ding, paki paki, you know mm-hmm. how they do it. And I thought, very mardi, yeah? yeah? I smacked him in the face, yeah? yeah. Sent him flying, and after that day, no one, no Gorda in the school, gets him in the question. Yeah. yeah, I became like a god, you know what I mean? Well, they, okay. knew, they knew that they were going to get repercussions if they yeah, said that because he was the big, strong guy. Yeah, and I sent him flying. Yeah? yeah, and so then that was it. I mean, I was still a nerd, but I it was a dangerous one. Yeah. So then they respect me and you know, like, buy me sweets at lunch and buy me crisps and stuff like this. Just completely changed by beating this guy, up, just punching him once. Yeah. And then I just thought, wow, you know what? It's very shallow. Yeah, I yeah. started to see it's very shallow. Then I thought, I'm still a Paki. Mm. And there was a Kala who got a lot of grief, and the Rastafarians came to help him. Yeah. So, racism was a kind of big feature of what was happening, and then trying to get somewhere. Then, my own identity uh, as a sect, having gish. So, these are the main things I was you know, the pull and push of these two worlds.
1: Yeah,
2: and then I got to 16, and I went to Western Favel Upper School just, just down the road. And there was Dr. Baines there, he's my sociology teacher. Again, very thought-provoking, up and, yeah. and he'd think very deep and he'd use all the different sociological theories. And you know when you juxtapose them, there's a lot of information you get. Yes. And I started looking at things in a different way. Start, and that really shifted my mindset a lot. And again, I did a lot of truancy.
1: Yeah.
2: I didn't bother so much. but I'd still pass everything. I'd just about stay in school. Does that make sense? Yeah, I'd go, bare, yeah bare, I'd go bare minimum. Yeah, And I'd get enough notes from mum and dad, you know. But I was kind of skiving a lot. And I'd just sit here, play a game, read a book, uh, watch TV, talk to my BB. Yeah. I was just, just relaxed all the time, to be honest. Yeah. And then I didn't like this pressure of the of the school, the pressure on my head of exams and this. But somehow I managed to get through it.
1: Yeah.
2: And then uh, as I got to about 17, and I wasn't really... You know, I, I think I was becoming more and more withdrawn and more and more sad. But I didn't know. Okay, yeah. I didn't, didn't really know. I wouldn't say depressed, but De- sad.
0: Dispassionate.
2: Dispassionate, yeah. Yes. Dispassionate. And just, you, you
0: turn know, away from things, don't you? Turning away yeah.
2: from everything. And I was like really deep in this state. In, I'd say very deep silence, you know, for a long, long time.
1: Yeah.
2: And I just couldn't really be bothered with anything. Couldn't be bothered speaking to anyone too much. And then it started affecting my sleep. And then I started getting real breathing problems. I ended up in the hospital, nearly died, and at that that point then I had an NDE, and that was so profound, the spiritual experience of of really dying and coming back, Mm. that made me look at life a lot differently. And I started to feel in a different reality. I felt more connected spiritually after that point. It was like I couldn't really be unplugged totally. There was always something there the residue of that experience left—I can't say lurking in the back of my mind, but right in front of my eyes, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah.
2: And then I was like, I need to do something about this. Then I did a dash I said, Maharaj I hope I get some good sangat. Yeah. I hope I find some things Good thickety singers again, no javan, nothing like that. And I hope I, I, I meet some good people. Then I ended up going to uni, and at uni, the first one of the first persons I met was on the because i'm Kingston? King, King, yeah, Kingston. And he was with Nanak Naskam Sirajjata and he's, you know, Guru I knew a lot about Gurbani, the Gita, And I preferred, I mean, I still went out and drank and did the usual thing you yeah, yeah. do as students. And I started to grow my kish. There's also uh, a sing from the Khantar Keetanee Jata, he was very, uh, very influential, very inspiring, Jivjit Singh still does Katha talks now inspired me a lot and the other one was Baisipal dancing, so they did inspire me a lot and they, then there was Pai who's disappeared now and he was uh, one of the dancing students. students okay. so this is back in 95, 96 yeah it so just started so then, it says so right? three different influences you can yeah. see now it's not just Sikhi I'm getting lots of different types of Sikhi and Ishkarm Seva Sikhi so you can say more Seva Bhanti, more non-political yeah. more kind of Bhagati orientated Seva orientated the kind of Ethan just ha which is very uh, uh, anti-ritual, reforming, yeah. uh, has uh, ideas of doing Keetan, ideas of how naam should be done. And then you had Nadar Singh teaching Rajinder Singh, Shastar Vidya, and his whole idea of chatka, gatka, to yeah. live one move, Sings the warriors, we're not just you know saintly, spiritual people, we have to have a physical kachatri maryadha. Yeah. So these are the three things I was uh, influenced by, and then there was by Harjit Singh from Watford and his brother yeah, yeah. Harjit Singh, and they were kind of uh, espousing the Daksana the, the Mariana. Bostos, yeah.
1: Bostos.
2: Yeah, Bost, uh, Kharlistar, 1984 stuff. Mm-hmm. And that was also very inspiring, you know, to think about Punjab and the homeland, what's going on there, the human rights and everything else. It says that there was a whole cooking pot there. Mm-hmm. So I'd had this NDE, started growing my gears, tr- try to uh, not go out so much and try to do my part and Sab be in good then and, you know, live more of a pure life. <laughs> that started in year one, year two and had ups and downs where I just couldn't maintain it to be honest. Yeah. It was just like too much in one go. And then suddenly I kind of got my head around it more uh, while I was in Leicester. Yeah. So then in, in Kingston we had a big problem with the, with some people of Pakistani origin yeah. uh, for the grooming things and they were like chatting up. And me and my friends, we nearly went to jail and two of us actually went to jail. And you'll know this from G. G got off I got off, Sonny got off, and uh two of our friends, Gerd and Satie, unfortunately, they went to jail. Yeah. So that was a big turning point. That also made me have to deal with the stress, look at things in a different way. I saw the institutionalised uh, racism. Yeah. So in a way it was a karma from the past following. Like why am I even in this? That my involvement was very limited. I was involved in the whole story though. Yeah. But you know, what I did, self defence is no offence.
1: Yeah.
2: And so, you know, that went on for a while and you know the it was uh, it was an eye opener as in how the system works in in England. Yeah, the judiciary system. Handy yeah. and then you know to rip up my fingerprints there in front of the police officer, it was really satisfying. Yeah. <coughs> so we got off, and then I, I, I transferred closer to home yeah. up Leicester ways where I met you, and then that's when Saddlewell came out. There was a lot of antagonism with the Jata. Yeah. And I started to get, like, threatening vocals from them. I started to realise, actually, you know, this kind of conflict is in it all. People, okay, whether right. it's racism or it's in between groups. And I started looking at it more from a sociological perspective, like tribalism and peer groups and, you know, um, kind of subcultures. I started looking at playing in my head in that way with it. And then I started to look at old Sikhs manuscripts because you know holy buns Garbara yeah had the we had the museum new, at the time we? and i knew by sarajit singh yeah. and he'd show me everything so i'd love going there yeah. and you know it was a stone froze away from the campus yeah. i'd go over there have a longer look at the manuscripts and he'd open it all up yeah. that made him made me have a big in, interest
1: yeah
2: and then in 96 i forgot to mention i ended up in india with my parents oh, and that's when I first had Darshan of Badde Baba Ji, uh, Baba Santa Singh Ji, yeah. and all the other Jatidars and a lot of Mahapursa, Baba, Lab Singh, and Jadis Hor, Jadis Santia, Baba Nahad Singh, Jadis Sampradha, Baba Bidi Chanduni, um, Khyan Singh, Maskeen, Kathaba, all these, I had all the Darshan in this time. No, I
0: remember seeing photos and photos on Flickr at the time, yeah. And
2: yeah, and, and yeah. yeah. And so that was a real good darching millah. And then it, when I saw Nahang Singh, I was like, I'm going to become like that. And it was just something from within me because I felt the, the warrior thing, the saintliness, the kind yeah. of discipline and, and just, you know, the awesomeness of it all.
0: I could say, one of the first times I could see you going that way was at uni. Mm. At uni, we went to, there was a Sansa Salagam mm. in Leicester, was good Gurthara you know we're at uni we wear t-shirts whatever we just walk around and it's the first time i've seen you in a bar now. that was the first time and i could just see them from the, you were going towards that way i could see the progression yeah. and there was a, like an attraction or a pull for you straight
2: away and we had in the influence direction. of by one precinct Ram yeah. Janga, Ram yeah. Singh, and you know he's a fully fledged maha back then, wasn't yeah. he and uh you know unfortunately he lost his way but he had a lot of gyan and yeah. and he shared a lot so also he was a big influence on me yeah and then, yeah, and so then that was 96, and then I came back, then I ended up, you know, doing your then in the Leicester, Baba Vriyam Singh, Did Baba Gam Singh, in, yeah, yeah. The, in the Gordwara there, yeah. with you guys for all that time.
0: Talks like, at Siksay, I remember you doing that, I remember one of the best best stories you gave, you were just talking about, you know, you said you're walking along Leicester, and uh, you listened to Barney, and it said God is infinite, and you just, I remember your your metaphor—you were looking up at the the BT building in Leicester, and you, went, and you looked up at that, and you go, "It's massive." And you just went, "Holy shit!" And you just realized, you're like, "If God is infinite, this is massive as it is this building." And I just remember your analogy when we were sitting there and, and you did that Sock talk, and I was just like, "That was a big thing for me
2: when you when you did that." I remember you doing those in those days. Yeah, no, it was special times. It was special times. Pre-MPR bossyga. Yeah. Michael Windsor was there as well. You know, Coventry there. Nahang yeah. And a and it was a good time John Peter Singer Yeah, you introduced me to him. Anji. and there you know, there was a, a a cooking pot of a lot of different minds and a lot of different sochini which is really beautiful. Yeah. And everyone got along, it was good. And then yeah, Sarval came out and then yeah, after coming back from India and then after that I kind of graduated yeah. and I was in a no man's land. Like, I didn't know, I was offered a really good chemistry job in the United States with a big company, okay. and it was working on military-grade plastics.
0: What were you studying at uni for? What were I you did chemistry
2: them? with biomedical science. Because obviously, you and my cousin really dropped out.
1: Yeah.
0: He was doing pharmacy at the time, wasn't he? I, I remember do, I you do. lot were in
2: the same building. That's right, that's right. Yeah. And and so, yeah, we were in the same building. I think it was called the Hawthorne Lothorn, yeah. building.
0: Yeah.
2: And... Yeah, then I thought, okay, I could go for this job in the States. And it was really a good package. You get a car, you get a house, they pay it off for you. Mm. You have a career and I'd be working in R&D.
1: Because
2: okay, yeah. I'd actually managed to work on some of the problems uh, in their lab and have some forward motion okay. about some of the things that they were working on
1: mm.
2: and take it in a good direction with some good, like... Uh, experiments and strategies how to deal with the different things that they, they were looking at in plastics yeah and it and it was we were also looking at how to use nylon six in in implants in like you know for amputees for bone replacement that type of thing because you know you can make it stronger than steel
0: so this is prior to 3d printing and things exactly like. exactly so this is what 3d printing
2: is exactly on. and i've really got into it i'd go yeah. into the lab really get into it i thought Changaya, you know because this could be for someone who's like arm is blown off or whatever. Mm. They were looking like looking at it in that f- for that direction, you know, for soldiers who lose limbs. Yeah, prosthetics, handy handy, mm. and then obviously that has a wide application in society. Yeah. So I was looking at all that type of stuff and going, well, then I was just, genius, I, yeah. yeah, I, I just couldn't feel it, and um, by that time my BB had passed away in nineteen ninety nine. I went to the boss camp, met Bible Gar Singh and others. Baba Singh, as well. And mm-hmm. Singh, and then I didn't really know what to do. And what do you do when you don't know what to do? You go to India. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's the reset, isn't it? You know That's what I the mean. Visa. Yeah. So, so I ended up in India. Uh, spent time with the Buddha Dal, Spent time at the different Thak Sabhs. you, Baba Hari Singh Ji. So and Baba Hari Singh Ji, mm-hmm. and all the different Jiri Ma and it was tens Sanna, thousands, Yeah. And so I went with Bob Singh, to our boss, Dasiga, yeah. and still around. Uh, Bison talks in Boss uh, Haji Singh from Southall, his brother Indi.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Baldir Singh from Coventry. We all went out there. Yeah. And Baldiv Singh got a bit closer to the Nahangas than we did. We spent time with the Free HO, Baba Lab Singh, other, other Santa Marburg. But he got a bit closer. We'd go in and out of everyone and yeah. just be with everyone kind of thing. And then I stayed in India longer. So then I stayed with Baba Mani Singh, Kaal uh, Bumgeale from Birmingham. Okay, yeah. And, and mm-hmm. then I uh, stayed with different Mahapur, because obviously he spoke English. Yeah. I uh, spent time with Baba, Jigji Singh, Haruko and different. And then Baba, Mittal um, Prakas Singh, uh, Nirmala, Kankal Yeah. and, you know, the different. I went, went all over in India, basically, and Swami Shankar Das Dasim. Uh, I spent time with him and uh, but he used to be Sangalwala Akharaz and uh, oh, Anantanath. Anantanath, yeah. I spent time with him yeah. doing his Sangat. And then I just went a bit outside of the Nahang Samparada, I look at the other ones, Seva Pantri Baba yeah. Sajid Singh, Baba Mukhan Singh Yeah, yeah. so Satavali Dhani. Well, all Sajut of Sajut, these yeah. did Sangat of all of them, met all of them uh, Jawaddi Taksalare Baba Sucha Singh and, and I got close to a lot of them, Hannah, and mm-hmm. a lot of them wanted me to stay there with them, but no, I couldn't. That
0: you stayed, that's where you met. Um, oh, who are the things that do the that three HO?
2: Jagat Guru and Sadhna. Yeah, you met you, them there. And then I met them because I remember you them. seeing your photos when you met them. Yeah, yeah. We lived together yeah. for a while. I yeah. mean, they were really kind and let me live in their house. Yeah. Which was just a few gulley away from Darbar Okay. And then I would train with uh Sarji Singh Laddi, who mm-hmm. was a Shikild of who is a Shikild of Bible B Singh Ji. Yeah. I used to go to Bible B Singh Ji for Keithan lessons and Professor Raveel Singh, he's a Manji Sab's head uh, yeah, yeah,
1: he Keaton, yeah. And so
2: I learned a bit Keithan f- f- from those Babajis. I met Sada, Bayav Tar Singh, Jere Keatonia, you know. From yeah Dili Hanji uh, his nephew and... Uh, and uh Singh Ji, yeah. met all of them. And so I did really good. St- I was really fortunate, hana? Yeah. Met Yogi Ji, hana? Uh, who was also a big influence other than Baba Santa Singh, But something was pulling me back to the Nahang Sings. Yeah. So I'd always go there and I'd go to the Burj. Akali uh, Fulla Singh Burj, which is near yeah. and the Basav. Yeah. Then then you you'd probably know Ms. from Singh from, uh, from Kent Ways. Yeah, yeah. Nahang yeah, Singh, Yeah. So he came, and I'd never had dig. And yeah. he said, dig shakaniya, if you were in a hung because I had all the pana and everything. And I said, well, I've not really ever had it. And he goes, shakala, because he, he was quite hot on it's that very, stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and, so, and so, we yeah, we, we had it there. And it took me into a similar place like the NDE. Yeah. And I was in my like camera, and I used to live in Narnung, the vast. Uh, really kindly, SGPC actually gave me a room, even though I was in a hung singh. Which is unknown of, and they gave me it for four or five months. That's awesome. With lungopani, and you know, I sit there because they knew I was learning stuff.
1: Yeah.
2: And then uh, then I stayed, once they chucked me out, because they did in the end, <laughs> and then because then, they were having an election, so they needed all the rooms, and yeah. then they wouldn't give me the room back. But then I stayed with other Sim and Singhuni. And then after, a year after, uh, by Jigarad Singh came, uh, Basics of Sikhi, and yeah. and his first marriage was out. There. I did his namkadas and everything, kind of. Yeah. And there's a lot of mystical moments. There's a lot, so many spiritual things happen, but there's a lot of information, right? But I was always drawn to the what I saw as the straightforwardness of the nahang things. There was no pussyfooting around.
1: Yeah.
2: And then I, I, I remember going to a lot of different babajis and they'd give me a shivada and everything. And I went to a Babaji Gindarsing, who's the head of Buddha Dar now. Rakwiyal. Haji Rakuya yeah. there. Ah, he Babaji named his art Bachio. You know ah, that's how you yeah, uh, so yes. "Ma, And he said, "Yeah, I'll are Japana, Right, right. And uh, you know, He says, a company, friend, aap You are And that was it. It was such a straightforward reply.
1: Yeah.
2: And I just realized, wow, every what have I been searching around for? I need to sit down and try and do this myself. Mm. Got some guidance from Babaji, and then. Uh, and then I ended up back in England. Um, this is about now 2001, something like that, 2000. Yeah. And then I, I've been going on and off India since was 96, 99, 2000. And I still don't know what I should really do. And I've been reading a lot about Grant. Went all the way through Mahan Gorsh, looking at the entries. Uh, the Library of Congress stuff started to come online because remember, this is the days like got so much stuff online, yeah, you couldn't get half these books, yeah, exactly. You couldn't even get them from India, mm. and that's all spiraled out of massively spiraled, you know, mm. almost I'd say out of control, yeah. but it spiraled massively since when we started. Well, we couldn't get a book, we couldn't get a book, yeah.
0: I remember coming to you to borrow a book, you'd yeah. go to me, or we'd have to hunt down libraries to go, his book, forget, forget on the grants
1: 1984 books are
2: hard to come by Andy, Andy, exactly yeah. exactly and I, and I just want to go back to when I started in, in London because I was doing pharmaceutics to go yeah. on to, be, to do pharmacy mm. but I, I mean I was interested but I wasn't interested but I remember reading a lot about plant medicine yeah. in those entries and that got certain things moving in my brain and that's why I just didn't do straight chemistry I went into chemistry with biomedical science
3: mm.
2: I could have gone straight chemistry could have done it at Warwick Union could have done it anywhere but I chose a split subject because I had two interests.
1: Yeah.
2: And so, anyway, then I, after all that, so I would finished my degree ages ago. These years have gone I've gone off, back and forth to India, staying here, also doing CFR with Bob for boss yeah. camps and other things like that. And then we started the Sikh student camp
1: yeah.
2: uh, in London and helping out with that, trying to you know, be on the original team, even though we got pushed out in the end and you know, car set on fire and all types of stuff. It all got really, you know, really dirty. Hmm. And anyway, so then I was kind of like, that's when I met um, my partner at the time, yeah. and uh, you know, went on to have a family and everything. And then I started thinking, what should I do? And then I was in North Northampton gym, and I saw a poster for seek studies at Birmingham University. Okay. And I thought, well, I've got sciences, how do I get in? And I I'd already already knew by that time that there were probably eight or nine compositions in the standard Dasam Grant that were not. Uh, sorry, there were eight or nine compositions not in the yes. standard Dasam Ghran. So, Gita, Gurdanti,
0: Chandi Chetka, Markovsky, Var, things <laughs> like <laughs> that. Handy, handy.
2: And so then I realized that. And so... I put in a proposal saying to research that. And obviously, that's very, that means you've got have to do a lot of reading. Yeah. And I went through it bit by bit, and I put like a 10-page a proposal. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, I've done science background. I'm not really having an art, having a an literature. And so they said, yeah, you know, you can do it. But you need to do a master's. And so I did a master's in Sikh study at Birmingham. Really good Dr. Juthi Joel Dr. David Cheatham in research methodology, he's a Christian theologian
1: yeah.
2: and but you know he's teaching research methods like how do you research the like lineage of manuscripts, historical methods, how do you apply uh, a psychological method, how do you self check while you write yeah. something so it's authentic, it's unbiased as much as it possibly can be but obviously all the stuff referencing, all the rest of it how do you put it together
1: yeah.
2: and so and then she was teaching obviously the sicky side and then, you know, we met other people at the time, like Baisul Karsing, now does Bajan. Uh, Bahadur Singh, who's converted to Shia Islam. Uh, John D. Singh was a lot on the scene. You were a lot yeah. on the scene. getting Sigman from Leicester, who'd done an MA in so I contacted him and became very close friends, still good friends now. Mm. And then, yeah, we started writing stuff. And then, so... you yeah, you got, you got yeah. a plethora
0: of stuff to go through. Let's...
2: Yes. first thing we, we looked at was... He discovered that Macleod had got the date of William Somardi Gronk, yeah. which was a huge thing because I was, I hadn't published anything, but I knew there was a lot of mistakes in Macleod's work yeah. from everything that I'd read. And and we're talking just, I'm not talking like mistakes in opinion. That's his opinion. I'm not talking like that. I mean, in terms of dating of manuscripts, of historical uh, references, of translations, there were yeah. lots of different glaring mistakes. Those and. One was about Priyam Samadaghan, yeah, and we kind of sensed that he was wrong, and Gurinder, all credit to him, he found Leiden's manuscript of a translation of Priyam Samadagran around 1800, which meant Priyam Samadaghan could have not been written in the 19th century.
0: Yeah, because he's, Leiden's works, I th- thankfully, um, grinson gave me a copy of the Bichita
2: of Narduk, Yeah, that's one of the earliest translations of Bridget of exactly. as well. Then we, then we published that. Yeah. And then that linked on into my own PhD, yeah, which I just want to go a little bit into. Which I'm trying to steal. You can, maybe one day you can. <laughs> you can it's know, massive, it. man. Yeah, Maharaj Kirpa, all the hymn that the Guruji blesses us with, Anna. Right. And then what that led on to, yeah. what Gurinder and myself had discovered, was that I realized that many of the dates of many manuscripts in Sikh history had been deliberately redated by the Singh Sabha and by scholars from the West. Yeah. And so I made like a brief list, but you know, Das Guru Katha, Pralad yeah. Raita Chopa Singh Raita Prince Madhagrant, Sri Guru Soba Grant, Gauravala Pasha Isevi, Bhagat Ratanavali, also Guru Sikkhanka Bhagatamala, yeah. uh, Gauravala Sosakhi, yeah. Gurvlas Pasha Dasmi, from Kaur Singh, Bansavali Nama, Mehma Prakash, Gurukiyas, Gurbalas, okay. and Prakash uh, okay. Singh and even if you look at Other Singh Pungoo, they date eighteen, around eighteen forty one. It can't be. It's too late. It's too late yeah. because you've got Octaloni, you've got Murray. Yeah. It's all going towards eighteen hundred yeah, again. Of course, yeah. And so all of this stuff has been pushed along to make it look like it's historically incorrect. Yeah, because they look at it as these are secondary sources instead of primary sources. That's right. That's what they want That's to right. Look. And so I started looking at that, and then. You know, I was I had a I had a work ethic, but I can't say I was the best. And so for me, doing seek studies at that time was I was thinking maybe being a lecturer or something, mm. which I went on to do in that time. I like, became a lecturer at SOAS in Dundee, yeah. and then you know working as an expert witness for the Crown Prosecution Services and Command Ten, New Scotland Yard, GCHQ, that type of stuff. I was involved in for a year or two. But then I left. It was very stressful stuff, and but the thing that the reason I went into seek studies was looking at that. So I wanted to get my qualification quickly, mm. and so within the first year I'd written most of that thesis. Actually, yeah. it was all pretty much done. Um, it just needed tidying up, and I presented it to my uh, my supervisor, and he said, "You know what? You'll get your PhD, yeah. but I would never consider you a scholar well, because no. you don't know the languages you know fully. You could know them better." You could have done bigger translations of those Baniya, like complete translations. Yeah. And you could have done this. And I and I really took what he said to heart. Yeah. And then I started looking more into the Persian, into the Sanskrit, into Bridge Barsha, Rupert Snell's, you know, Bridge Barsha reader, yeah. you know, looking that, talked to Bahadur, you know, he's a the man, languages, yeah, yeah. And then going through this. And then that ended up in the next part, which was... The translations.
0: Yeah, this one first, I think. Questions and answers. Yeah, we up. did questions yeah. and answers,
2: but then I started writing this. It wasn't published,
0: though. No, I remember seeing it. I went yeah. to Gurinder Singh yeah house yeah. on a weekend, because that's when I spoke to him about Dr. Laden stuff. Yeah. So he handed me the Bichita Nartic manuscript, and he had your stuff on his computer. Had and he in. just said to me, he goes, this is all Gumruf stuff. I'm trying to put it into my stuff. We're trying to put a book together. Yeah. I remember that's the first time I saw the Sukhwanasa and uh, The Sukhwanasa... Uh, uh, the yeah. Sansa novel.
2: Hanji Hanji. And so then this, I mean, you know, it's a good portion of this book with him. And all credit to him, he does a very, he did a very good commentary uh, on it. And and we put it together, like like he, you know, narrated there. And so that's a good chunk of the book. Hmm. And so then that was extra. I didn't want to include that in my appendix, in, in, in my the in my thesis. It would just be too much. Yeah. And, and there's no point having an appendix when you're not referring to it. Yes. And so... That's why I put it as a separate work. Then I finished the doctorate, and in between, we wrote a basic book, questions and answers.
0: Yeah, that was, and
2: you know, it's an important book for somebody who doesn't know about
0: Dusseldorf. It's it's what really kicked off because at the time you had the the big Sikh missionary movement to push against Dusseldorf. Andy, Andy, you had. Um, Professor Dushan seeing people like that, really proponents trying to push against the Sili so that came out at the right time. Hang hmm. hang
2: and, you know, this is my own like copy, it's got, like, you can see loads of pen where we've made typos, because this is our first book that we wrote. Yeah. But there's a lot of uh, important sources and I, myself, like some of the sources, Gerinder um, contributed to this, I still look at, even today.
0: And the Anandapur Wali and things like yeah, that, yeah, which are yeah. dated as the earliest dozens.
2: Exactly, I still look at today, and and so then i then i finished off the the dissertation i was still going to india every year i'd, I'd go there for up to eight weeks every single year without missing it allah mahalla i've done 12 allah mahallas
1: yeah.
2: uh, over 12 maybe maybe more uh, i lost count and then the thing is then i'd do chakravarti around india the ducks different places Julesab.
1: Yeah.
2: and and then i started looking more into so yeah. a small amount of time i Went to a few of Nadal's classes, but it's like Wolverhampton, a bit far. Mm. Then just hanging out with his students, learning a bit. And then I thought, well, I need to go to India and and learn from somebody who who knows some stuff. And so then I, after because I could do intensive intensives, I learned from Baba Gyanasingh, uh, yep. who just died recently. Mm. He was very very old. He was in jail with Mahatma Gandhi. He's a freedom fighter like these Singh. He's yeah. very unknown. You know, only the people really deep into the sampradha know him yeah. because he was so incognito. He'd literally stay three, four days somewhere, move on.
1: Yeah.
2: And I was lucky that he show, he taught me the mool mantra of Shastra Vidya basically, okay. and he showed me some other things and other techniques and and how it the system works. You can say, and then Baba Pritham Singh from Patiala, Rinki yeah.
1: and
2: then you know learning from him and then talking to others and then Pai Manji Singh from Amrasar. And then, yeah, the, just there's a whole list and then staying with those Gurmukhs and trying to learn something of this. And then while I was doing all this, this is the this leads on to the current day. Mm-hmm. Um, I started to, obviously, when you go somewhere like the British Library, you look at Dasam Granth. You're not just going to look at Dasam Granth Sahib. Mm-hmm. You're going to look at Guru Granth Sahib Deshru. Mm-hmm. Bhai Gurdas, the Manuscripts, you know. There's Baimarad sings Kajana there of his both. Yeah, I've seen it and this chunk and his sui and, Andy, Andy. Yeah. and there's a grant there, and it's very different to what we read normally, it's different type of material yeah. in
0: there. Yeah, because Bob Had Bob Jigji sings you obviously, their lineage had quality. they come off Bob Maharaj Singji Andy, Andy. So they were looking at and their godka side is it's got Ardbani in there, so you ran Sarjis Bani. It's got a lot of Dasan Bani in there. Yeah. And halfway through you get Chan Kaniti in there. You exactly. like this is in the good side I you Yeah, like. Exactly, exactly. Uh, and then you got like some Vidant Bash and as well, you're
2: like Yes, yeah, yeah. completely different from completely any different
0: any Gutka I've ever seen.
2: Exactly. And then I was like looking at Sarasaki and i and I got uh, every single manuscript that was in the British Library Hathlik and, and yeah. I looked at every single one over a period of uh it was about six months or so. I had to okay. go regularly. And there was Bottom Singh I met him, you uh, know, yeah. Warriors. And uh, Amadhi Singh, uh, Madara, yeah. and there's Taranjit who works in British Library now, Taranjit Singh. Lots of gurumoks, huh, did he? Who trying to contribute to the Pant and do their thing. And then, yeah, and so then, you know, if we'd have a little conversation, have lunch together, exchange ideas, was important. Because that's, you know, when someone's got experience, it saves you time. yeah, And so I remember Paranjit pointing a few things out about the entries, like, he's one of the first people who to told me, all the... F- Cataloging the British Library is incomplete, and you have to look in the written catalog okay. to find the Gurmukhi manuscripts, and that's why they did a project to uh, catalog the whole lot. Yeah. But it's unfortunate; it's not online. It's not online anymore. It really frustrated me because I was re- going to rely on it, and then I had to go and do it myself yeah. to see what was there. And then this is where my direction changed a little bit. Mm. I went to the Western Trust Library, and if you know Western,
0: uh, no, I don't know. It's
2: never it. Uh, sorry, Welcome Trust. Okay. And the World Welcome Trust Library, it's a medical library. Okay. And it's on Euston Road, same road as uh, the British Library. There's about 400 Gurmukhi hafliqs there. Okay. And a lot of them are on medicine. Okay. So like Ayurveda, there's even sexual texts there. Yeah. and They'll show you sexual positions in Gurmukhi. Yeah. Like court literature from the Guru's time. So, so a lot fun- of court and things are. Like exactly. Very yeah. controversial yeah. for modern people to get their heads around. And you know, court Shastas are mentioned in Dasam Granth yeah, yeah. and uh, the... Relationship to the yep. I started looking at things like that which are a bit on the edge and I started to look at the medis- medicine books and I realised wow all of these modern medicines have been extracted from the knowledge of these ancient medicines yep. that was my hypothesis because they had Yunani medicine Arabic medicine yep. they had like Chinese medicine and they had like obviously Ayurvedic medicine grants there yep. and I can't read all of that I don't, I'm not familiar with the languages but I'd have a little peek I'd yep. be nosy and have a look or talk to an expert who knew about this kind of stuff. And then I started going around the world looking for manuscripts. Canada, found a medicinal grant out there in 2003 that's in the possession of a family, digitized that. And then Chester Beatty Library in Ireland. And then even either Cambridge, Oxford libraries, Edinburgh University, John Ryland's Library in Manchester, uh, the Louvre in Paris. And all over the world, in Germany, you know, I found the collection of uh, I know, like, yeah, Trump. Uh, okay, the, yeah. I was yeah, yeah, I found some of his manuscripts and so on and so forth, yeah. uh, which are coming in my next book. Okay. I go through the manuscripts that he used to translate Guru Grantham okay. and he's written handwritten notes and all of that kind of stuff. Okay. Not many people even know that he had his own good manuscript collection. No,
0: I didn't know that.
2: Yeah, so I look at that in the in the next book and I look at intelligence reports of the british about why they want to translate that in detail and why they want to do it okay. and i look at the whole translation project and the how the the vid was looked at in the same vid uh, same vein from max Muller, and yep. uh, macauliffe and this whole idea of reformation yeah of course and, uh, and that's two volume book coming up and so i got into all of this but on the side i'd always keep looking at medicine like medicine because I'm obviously coming from pharmaceuticals background where I've got a diploma and a chemistry of biomedical science and in my degree about a quarter of all our module modules were shared over two years with medical students.
1: Okay.
2: So you get an interest like what you know, oncology, how does cancer begin? Cancer, yeah. Why does it begin? And so I had an interest in all these kind of things and and then in India when I would learn yeah, you know, from the textiles, something and stuff yeah. in Bram, uh, Bram uh, Buddha Market. Okay. They have a taftar there. Yeah, they got shop there. Hadji right? yeah. I'd learn upstairs. I would go to a Nirmala, like a little kutiyadiya, like yeah. a little small little house. But he had a Ayurvedic dispensary, and I don't know this Babaji's name yeah? So I'm. I was about to say
3: is
0: that uh, those, There's two or three. Is it Amritha? He's in
2: Amrassar. Okay, yeah. He's just near, nearby there. It's like yeah. one gully. I don't know that bad name, but I would sit with him every day, like for a month, yeah. Not free dispensary? Uh, no, was it wasn't free. free. Okay.
0: It wasn't free.
2: paid, but he was a Nirmala Sadhu. Yeah. Um, he wasn't good and that was yeah. what he did. Yeah. And any donations are given to the Har- Hardwar,
1: you
3: yeah.
2: know, for um, uh, um, Jai Yeah. And so I'd sit with him, and he, he would basically tell me everything. So I'd say, Tanka, hmm. And you say, oh, well, there's this, there's that. It's, it's small quantity. He kind of explained to me, large quantity, tamoguni, effective, yeah, kushki, make you go mentally Depends insane. on the
0: birds, depends
2: on leaves, depends on the stems. Yeah, yeah,
3: on, yeah,
0: yeah. And because so then I started
2: getting an idea of it, you know, sitting with him. Yeah. I, I can't say I'm an expert because obviously he's a vodhwan of Sanskrit. He's done it on a very, very high level. But I would just use to sit with him and just explore a little bit. And obviously in the dalpan, they don't use any medicines. Yeah, yeah, of course. So I had that whole kind of uh, exposure there as well, mm-hmm. living with the Dal. And <clears throat> under Baba Santasi. And also, you know, documenting Baba Ji, like interviewing, interviewing him, his work, trying to get any old books, trying to get these um, photos of the Nahan Singh Sandish and everything else and that's been published. And then, anyway, so still I'd always be pulled to the medicinal grants. Like I'd be looking for by. There are things like Dasam Grantha and Find a Medicinal Grantha, sit so there looking at it, trying to figure it out, and then talking to people who are kind of experts in that work. Right? Yeah. And then, about, going on about nearly 20 years ago, I so said, Yeah. and he says, Singh, you know, you've got quite a bit of knowledge, you stayed out with the things, and I've got a really personal problem. Yeah. And I don't really see myself as much of a counselor, psychologist, anything like that. Obviously, I've I've read a lot of that literature mm. and used it in some of my methods in my work. But I can't say I'm like qualified to do any of that kind of stuff.
1: Yeah.
2: And I said, "Garlicia, like, yeah, you know, just you know, sadar and Gal, like, you could do your docs up with me." He goes, up, "He goes, uh, I have to go and have the snip to yeah. be circumcised." Yeah. And I said, "Really?" I said. Tell him no, <laughs> because <laughs> Nana no, no, I've got really bad infection down yeah. below. A fungal infection, which for a man is very unusual. Yeah. You have to be very depleted physically. And so as it turned out, he had night terrors. He had eczema, asthma, depression, uh, and he had this fungal disorder.
0: So his body was letting him down? Wasn't
2: it? Yeah, yeah. He had a lot, lot of stuff going on. And he said to me, you must know something. You must know somebody who can do something because I'm literally shitting myself thinking about having the snip.
3: Hmm.
2: Do I have to really have it? And I said, babe, you know, the doctor said, to do you matter what, you know, hmm. you know, that's a bit being cut off. You might lose all of it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I just put it into perspective. You know what I mean? Yeah. I try to put it into perspective for him. <laughs> and he said, no, no, I'm really scared. You must know something. And I said, well, look, you know, the Nahang Sings, you know, there's like, we believe in herbal medicines. I yeah. don't really use medicine myself. And I've been pretty much medicine-free for over 20 years. When the doctor saw me in London, he couldn't find my notes
1: because
2: yeah. I hadn't been.
1: Like, Any since i have
2: been like 15 or something, like 17, so I went to hospital, 17.
1: Because
2: mm-hmm. I started doing yoga, pranayams, yeah, to or yeah. myself, my own asthma. And I'm completely medicine-free. I don't use anything. Yeah. Nothing. And... The doctor at that time, when I nearly died, he said, sign on to disability for your life.
1: Okay.
2: That's how much I was crippled by it. Yeah. And my dad said no, because my dad had TB when he came from India, and they offered him the same. Yeah. And he said, no, fight through it. You can you overcome it. it. And I overcame it, and I don't use no medicine. So the doctor was surprised. He hadn't seen me for years when I went, hmm. no medicine. I mean, doctors see people every year.
0: See me every week, right? Yeah,
2: they hadn't seen me for like over, over like nearly thirty, not, about, not thirty, maybe twenty odd years. Yeah, from seventeen to about yeah, back exiled again, or maybe even longer than that. Mm. And then he, how old am I now? Exiled, exiled. They said be exiled again, and and so like they couldn't find my notes and stuff. They hadn't, they weren't accustomed to that kind of stuff. And So I didn't, I don't know about the medical world. I live in a bit of a different world. Yeah. And then um, then this thing, he was going to the doctors all the time. He was going to Harley Street. He'd just spent 80 grand mm. trying to fix all this. Because on a high-paid job. Yeah. And so he could afford it. But, you know, obviously not in one year, but he could afford to pay it.
0: Yeah, over the time. Over the time period, it would have cost, 100,
2: 100. cost him 80 grand. He said, you must know something. I said, look, you did in the something. She did it by there. They mm. use out medicine. And mm. he goes, Do you know any medicine? I've got, I got, I got a few. I've got a few that I could use. Because obviously the dig that we use is quite shamanic, it's quite ritualistic. It yeah. goes back to Shivji.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah, and then Guru Gobind Singh modified it for Gurus. Yeah, and then you can see here the Katha that Sudar Prakash and you know a lot of the saints and people don't like it. Yeah. it's all written in there, yeah. and you'll find the use of Sukha there, the Shi Dig, and obviously as a, as a Borg sacrament to the Shihid, to the yeah. who gave their lives. That it's their sacrament, and we gain some power from that. Yeah. And anyway, so I said, you know, she did dig, there, there's other things. And I was looking at, at that time, a boga, ayahuasca, a peyote, yeah. and a psilocybin. These so everything's
0: South American side, Aztecs
2: yeah, side. Yeah, kind of all yeah. the psychedelics. Yeah. Because I met a, a single subbald thing was from 3HO. Yeah.
1: And
2: I've hung around with the 3HO a lot in my life. I yeah. mean, I, I've kind of, my relationship with them is finished now, but... I used to go to all the camps and everything. You did, the, I,
0: talks, you even, so did yeah, the talks, Senior and Sokka did the talks I realized was very yeah. one
2: sided, Hannah.
1: Yeah. Because
2: they have clients and make money from everything and then you're going and giving and giving out well, how much can I keep giving? Yeah. I've got I need my time for my family, my kids, so I yeah. stopped going, Anna But I went out of my way for a long time to do that and they done any other got their own people. But anyway, it does not matter. They're all Jardi where you'll be budgeting the issue, yeah. Yeah. And so Sathbal so Singh, he was from obviously from that spiritual family, he said, so I offered him dig in Amrassad once at Kalifullas in Burj. Yeah. And it was a very uh, spiritual pera that we had at the walked after having the dig sitting there. He goes, how oh, do you know about ayahuasca? Do you know about this? Do you know about that? It's a long time ago now. This, this is before you even knew about ayahuasca. Yeah. Yeah. And so then I ended up in Spain taking ayahuasca and yeah. looking at all these things. And I started seeing their healing potential because that's kind of what my work was based on even though I was going into prosthetics and nylon six, my work was essentially about uh, medicine. Yeah. And and health. And so then this carried on for a while and, you know, it was all good and uh, 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 and and anyway, so we, we, we got into this discussion and I said, Well, try Shahidi Dig, try some of these plants. Yeah. And and he had them and suddenly the infection started to clear up. Okay because the fear that he had inside him was causing the problem.
1: Yeah.
2: And the medicines got rid of the fear. Okay. And then his physical heart started to change. Of course, yeah. Uh, and uh, so I never really fancied myself doing this work. And he, just himself, he started telling people, I went to this thing, met he, Gorgia. Yeah. And then he told another thing, who was from Southampton, had a very serious condition called Graves' disease. You mm-hmm. have to have, like, a kind of radiation on your neck. Yeah. And he came in, he was... A, for radiation the next week, came here, gave him a few things, he had a very, very deep experience and he saw his relate to his own granddad passing away and the kind of fear of the corpse, yeah? Yeah. right like at the funeral and, and getting the body ready, it freaked him out. And that had caused the disease. So we managed to get rid it's of that. Handy, handy Again the fear. And all he hog out and then over time suddenly my work changed. I I was publishing these books and then I wrote uh, a chapter on, on Gatka yeah. for the handbook of Sikh Studies published in England, Oxford yeah. University Press. And then my work started veering away already, it was already half like Adavidic and half uh, just academic
1: yeah.
2: and and Bantic work, Bantic seva.
0: And trying to focus on the family at the same time.
2: And focus on the family. Yeah, and, you know, it overwhelms you. I yeah, mean I, it is. I used to sleep in my own office here yeah. because I, I'd have so many things to do. Yeah. And then basically what happened is that it got more and more into the kind of healing element of adavila, yoga, detoxing, mm. people coming who were like, one of my friends, he was a opiate addict
1: mm-hmm.
2: from uni. I studied with him. He came. And obviously, girl, I'm not looking. Yeah, of not looking for any profit in this. And then, you know, but it became to a level where I could no longer do it for free. Of course. You've got, because, you've got to be able to sustain your yeah, own. Yeah, you got to pay your bills. you got to pay your heating. You've got to pay your That's ultimate. it. Because it was taking up all my time. Anna. And then people with depression, anxieties, how they diabetes. And then it got more and more. And then eventually my academic work now is like literally my holidays is doing my academic work. Because I enjoy it so much. Yes. It's like my food of my soul.
0: Yeah, I can understand, yeah. that. I can understand
2: and, that. and so I kind of that dessert cake that Guru Gobind Singh has blessed me with, yeah. uh, that Karaha Prashad of Gyan, I only tend to... I, work for it, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah. And
2: then I'm a really hungry dog for it. And then when I sit down, yeah. I can really focus on it and enjoy it. And so I do about, in the lockdown, I finished two more books on colonialism and a third book on Emily Eden and her travels into India. And then there's other work on Dasa Guru Katha, Granth, Maha and Sarbha all the things that I've written on. And it's already done. It's all just sitting on my laptop. And at a certain point, I'll get it all out there, holly, holly, when yeah. the time's right, and my pieces. But anyway, putting that aside, what happened is all my gums started becoming atavitic, my seva. Yes. And then I, I realised I have limitations in my knowledge, so I started to go to Kerala. I had treatments on myself because I broke my hip when I was I was teaching yoga at orphanage in Africa, yeah. and I broke my hip it was a severe injury. And again, I didn't have any medical treatment until two years after the injury. Yeah. So I was walking around with a sore teeth for two years. Then my family said, look, you need to go and get that checked. And I did. And it was still a massive break. Yeah. And I've never had any operation, never had a never had a painkiller. And I'm walking around. You've seen me walking around. I'm, I'm, I'm going
0: to pretend I've not seen
2: you walking around. He's <laughs> in a wheelchair? No, <laughs> yeah, of course I have, yeah. Right. <laughs> so the thing is, these principles work, huh right? yeah. With God's grace, with his kirpa, that gyan, all knowledge is from the... The third eye from the grace of the Guru. Guru Pasad. Yeah. Right? That Gyan isn't free. Yeah, it is. has to be earned. And the more seva you do, the more Gyan you get. And that sometimes that Gyan isn't palatable for everybody. It depends situation, situation basis. And Anyway, so then it just became more Ayurvedic and more really working with people with addictions. So there was an, another brother of mine from a very wealthy family. He De- descended into alcoholism, friend of G's, yeah. uh, a lot of violence. He was, you know, ended up in court every so often for scuffles, getting off because he's having like family problems that made him drink mm. or didn't make him drink, but
3: he it, just, caused this, it caused, caused his addiction, addiction towards yeah. alcohol.
2: Yeah. And then we did a few things with some plants, and now he's a lot better. He hasn't drank for the last two weeks, so that was the last case. Yeah. And then I've got another BB coming with scoliosis where the spine bends. And so I work with all these things, and I work in liaison with a, a, a doctor who does panchapulta, panchakarma, Ayurveda. So panchapulta is the yeah, five elements. elements yeah. And so the five tattavas, fire, uh, water, air, earth, and ether. Yeah. And so we work with those five tattavas to, um, to rebalance those in the body. Yeah. The satagun, tamagun, Rajogun, vata, pitta, kaf. Yeah, what's that with you? yeah balance all that out balance,
0: yeah, balance,
1: yeah.
2: and then he works on the prescriptions if they need expensive medicines from india that stuff we can't get here okay and he helps with difficult diagnosis and i i kind of do um i'm kind of like he kind of leads the charge if that makes okay. sense so i kind of do what he advises in the difficult cases in normal cases i don't really liaise with him but we work uh, teamwork yeah. And we're making a, an Ayurvedic course online now. So okay. people can become pra- practitioners and do basic treatments on people that aren't harmful. And, you know, basic diagnosis and uh, giving of herbal medicine. Okay. So we're working on putting that online uh, this year. And, yeah, so the, this is what I'm get, What life has taught me to. Then I had a few scandals, a few problems. And it was good because the Bantic Seva and the controversies, they were drowning me. You know, I was getting drowned in it. Yeah. And I tried my best to stand up for Guru's Bani, Dasap Granth, Ragamala, Granth. I know you know people in the Banta have got various opinions. Yeah. But I would put the position of the Samparada forward, yeah. which they're all unanimous in that regard. Are, yeah. There's only a few fringe groups that are not within the Samparada, but generally they're all unanimous in what they believe is the Guru's Bani.
1: Yeah.
2: And so I stood that by that for for a lot a long time and then obviously when I made whatever mistakes I did, I became uh, uh, subject to attack heavily. Yeah. And then it was the right moment for me to just disengage from social media. and you then I a recluse. Yeah, become more of a recluse. I sat back, uh, I saw, well, actually, this is the work I really want to do. I mean, you know, Dasam Granth sab and, you know, Sargur Granth sab and the death and I'm saying be a karma yogi. Yeah. Raj yogi you know just a yogi doing bhakti. no no, you gotta live in the world yeah you gotta do something you gotta yeah. you gotta help the give yeah. the it's your seva what Siva? are you gonna do for mankind and Then I thought, okay, this is good, you know getting people off medications depression, alleviating their suffering yeah. is something that I can help towards and uh, help people in addictions and then I've been working now with uh, of in Coventry. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah, we worked together in different things and just helping him a little bit and him helping me on his gunman therapy and just involved in all these, you know... I haven't got my fingers in a lot of pies anymore. It's just very... Sounds uh, like you still got a lot of fingers in a lot of pies. No, no, for me, this is not many. Before, it was, like, all over the place, like an octopus. Now it's just a bit more, like... Focused. uh, Focused, yeah. And so I like this. I like the kind of work to see if that, I'm doing the work that I'm doing,
1: yeah.
2: And it's rewarding to see people's doc you know, that something changes for them, yeah, uh, in a natural way, in ways that are not invasive and don't disturb the body long time with the least side effects,
1: yeah.
2: And so, then we also, after lockdown finishes, we'll have treatments for people. So, there's one BB coming next week, she has cancer, okay. and so we arrange her treatments by endorsing jazzing from. Um, from East London. Uh, he's the biker singer, Yeah. And he's arranged her flight. And so we're arranging the cost of her treatment for the, to go to see the doctor there. Yeah. So she has 21 days of Panchakaraman. So that's the thing I'm involved in, really. Yeah. Trying to help people who can't really get help. And then a few of my clients who have come who are very well off. I've had billionaire, billionaires here, millionaires, mm. singers, actresses, actors... West End stars, prostitutes, murderers, paedophiles. I've had everyone you can imagine come from every different walk of life. And so a lot of the wealthier ones now, they're sponsoring the people who can't pay. Okay, that's good. So next week is alcoholic coming from Scotland. He's got post-traumatic stress disorder and he couldn't even pay for his train down. It's £100 down from Scotland to Northampton and a sponsor paid for that, paid for his treatment. That's good. And so that that's how I'm doing things now, and that's my life and uh, my kids and family, and that's it releasing really some other than
0: What to say? You, you say that I'm going. I'm going to pick apart some of those bits now. <laughs> <laughs> you say you say all that. Um, you, with regards to you, you've you've brushed over it really quickly, but um, you know your studies, everything that you've done with the sampardas, and I'll just touch on a, on a bit of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other thing is, obviously, you've talked about how you've work, and I know you've said the basis of that is based on your education and what you're doing in biomedical sciences. Um, with regards to your yoga, though, how did you get into that? Yoga was... Because you, you were doing that initially for quite a long time. I remember seeing a picture of you in the, in the Maldives, and then you were in like Lithuania, and then you were somewhere else, and you're like, well, I, I find it hard enough to get to Northampton, let alone get abroad. Yeah, yeah, you know but you were everywhere doing that at one point yeah
2: i mean yoga for me my poor idea after i nearly died of asthma when i was 17. yeah she gave me a book which i still have i've forgotten the name of the book but it was one of the first kind of books back in the in the 90s that advocated yoga for health issues okay and it talks about pranayam, different types of breathing yeah. relaxation that book really helped me and that made me realize i was breathing wrong mm-hmm. And that was causing the asthma. And they're obviously breathing wrong was because I had a complete disillusionment. Yeah. Does that make sense? It was causing that. And so I know the psychosomatic effect of these feelings and how they build up and the damage they can cause. And they're subtle. You just think it's nothing but it's building up in the back and building up in it until it eats you up until you face it. Yeah. And so yoga, I was interested in at uni. I mean, my friends would laugh at me because I'd tell them some yogic principles and yogic things. Yeah. And then Shiv Charan Singh came to our yeah, university, yeah.
1: Leicester, yeah,
2: yeah, and he came in '95 in London as well, yeah. and so he was a big influence. He inspired me a lot. Like I thought, wow, you know, this guy is a real meditator, yeah, and he really understands the mind. So he 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 influenced me very far to kind of this more. And I met him in India a few times, and I'd always bump into him. Not so much now because I'm off the VHO
1: scene,
2: but he's very wise and. So then I ended up in, obviously, Kung Fu with uh, Baba. Master Hurdi Singh. Uh, yeah. Master Hurdi very yogic as well. <laughs>
0: I remember like trying to do a horse dance, and you're taking the piss out of us every week. Yeah, yeah. I can remember doing that. Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. And, you know, the Qigong stuff, he was doing the Qi yeah. stuff, yeah. Tai Chi stuff. And so, yeah, that was all really interesting, and that took me in the same direction, basically. Yeah. And then I ended up with uh, being in uh, Hardwar, and... The Nirmala, to be honest, don't really do a lot of yoga. No, they don't. No. And so I had to go and see like the. What well, do? Does types? Yeah. And there were some, I call them singhs with the Swami, because they're like a dasis, but they're singhs. Yeah. With Swami Shankar Das, who did yoga, who yeah. from Namasher as well, from the same area as me. And we did, yo- did yoga with them. There was actually one employee of the SGPC. And I don't know if you know, but you know, um, uh, Sant Singh uh, Pucho Mandi Ali. And that Tagga, yeah. didn't yeah. they? The yeah. tagar and their Ted.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah, like Yeah, yeah. yeah. This uh, uh, SGPC employee had that as well.
0: Okay.
1: And he'd
2: do a lot of yoga and stuff. Yeah. And he really knew it well. And so he'd learn from the Dasis. And so I used to sit with him when I went, when I told you when I lived lived there for four months. So I'd sit with him, Kenta, here, Kenta, there, learning from him, then going into various Akari. And there was a Swami Raghuvir okay in Delhi, and then he showed a little bit about how it's related to martial arts. Okay, not too much, but a little bit, huh?
0: It's very similar to the Sanyam Kiriya, which Nadar Singh talks about.
2: Not like that, but more ha- about how yoga, like some yoga movements, are like martial arts, yeah. and can be applied, ma- like with a sword or so, with a stick or something. So
0: you're talking like how Zen Buddhists talk about it, exactly? Because they, they they do their movements, which are martial arts, but they do it for. Exactly. Eternal harmony, uh, in the same way yoga is done.
2: Exactly. So he was showing a bit like asan like that and yeah. some of the there's a asan where you, you go forward on your hand on one leg. Okay. And he was saying, Well, this is you know, when you reach for your sword, yeah. right? This could be the same thing where you go forwards, you're training those muscles. So he was looking at you know, like the Yuna Akara's military anyway. Yeah, yeah. And so he was linking it that it has a got militant root to it as well, just like the Huns. And and so then that got me interested in that, and then obviously the mostly it was with the free ho, and then also Swami Ramdev, um,
0: okay,
2: you know we, who's obviously internationally famous now. But when I went to him, there's like not even a hundred people there. Yeah, and then I went through and learned as much as I can free ho camps, travelling around. You always pick up something. So I'm not there teaching. I'm also watching and I'm learning, okay. and then then I pick up picked up stuff. Yeah, and then that became really my career uh, after the police war yeah, for a good good few years, just teaching yoga, traveling around to resorts. And it was uh, it's actually more tiring and less glamorous than it looks.
0: It looks proper glamorous, huh? Right? Yeah. Resorts. Awesome.
2: Yeah, yeah, it looks really glamorous, but it's not. And
0: okay. then I saw you having to lift somebody on your back, and I was like, man, my back hurts watching you do that. <laughs> yeah. Let alone you
1: doing it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
2: because like you, you know, the thing is, when you're there, you know, okay, I've got to teach now in the morning I've got to teach in the afternoon
1: Yeah,
2: I've got to see a private client because you because the people who stay in these places they want to see you individually yeah. and so you're busy all day then you've got meetings mm. so then literally you know sunbathing and stuff it's like you are an hour here hour there just yeah. chill out or you go for a swim you go in the ocean you don't get so much time when you're working because yeah, you're being paid to be there right you? exactly
0: yeah, you're not
1: paid to go on holiday for it exactly
2: right? and then resting up on yeah and then, yeah, so I did that, but I'm not going to do so much of that now. I'm kind of based here in Northampton. I'm going to try and, like, if I travel once a month maximum, and, yeah, just focus on really the, the Ayurvedic work and Ayurvedic, see really...
0: So with regard, I'm very ignorant to yoga because I've never practiced it, watched it, but is it different schools of yoga that you were learning and you, you applied a blend to it, or did you stick to a certain specific... Because like I said, I am ignorant to I don't know what types of areas. We know, obviously, from the, from the Shastas, yoga Shastas, which is by Patanjali. Mm. around Ramdhiv teaches basically from that. But I don't know really what the 3HO teach. I don't know what, obviously, uh, Swami Raghunath or uh, uh, Swami Shankar, you know, what they were teaching. Did you apply a blend of their teachings or did you stick to a specific school?
2: Really good question. I'd say it has. I'd say it's a blend, mm. but based on classical yoga. Okay. So I go more towards classical yoga, like Swami Ramdev.
1: Yeah.
2: Then more the secretive version, like Yogi Bhajan.
1: Yeah.
2: Um. Yeah, you know, using the traditional limbs, you
1: know,
2: yeah. dana, pratia, all
1: these.
2: Yeah. you know, tian, you know, building these things up, and I have set sequences and ways of doing that, which I've learned from various Babaji's, Swami's and the rest, of how we achieve mental stillness, mental calmness.
1: Yeah.
2: Right. So we can absorb now, Because by money Singh in Bhagavad Karnapagadamala, yeah. the Sangat go there and they say, you're we read as much Bani as you do. Yeah. And you're shining like a golden light and mm-hmm. we've got nothing in yeah. us. What's the difference? And he says, well, you know the Saki of Maharaj spitting out saying to people spit out the bung yeah. rather than swallowing it because you're spitting it out. They say, Well all right, we get that. We know already know that. They're yeah. being quite cocky to him analogy. Yeah. They're being quite cocky team. They're like, We know already know that, but then how are you keeping it in and we can't keep it in? Yeah. And he goes, You have to focus the breath. You have to do hut. You know, yeah. hath yeah. You have to do that you have to have that determination. You have to have the mental concentration. And he actually advocates in Guru Sikkanga Bhagamala that they do yoga. Okay, yeah. that they do some breathing exercise, they do some yoga because you have to do yog and then you can connect with the Shabbat. And what we forget is that Guru Nana came where the Gurdaknath Nath cult was at its peak.
0: Yeah, of course it was, yeah, because all discussions are with Gurdak.
2: Right, exactly. And the thing is, people forget that, that a common person in the bin knew yoga then. Yeah. They knew what it was, they knew what the breathing exercises were. And then with Shabbat, they could obviously emancipate themselves even higher. Yeah. You look at Bodh, he had the same story, didn't he? Yeah. Yoga, Kol, and then he realized Shabad there, yeah. and the Madhya Makkah school. And Guru Nanak, that's why everything is the Shabbat. But If you can't connect to the Shabad, how good is it going to do you? Mm. You have to have an opening. So, Yog is one school of yeah, the Darshans.
0: Shekhar, this.
2: That's man. it. Yeah. That allows that, but obviously our Guru mm. isn't the Yog, no. it's the Shabad. Yeah. and so it's a fine line people don't understand it's, a, it's just a tool it's an implement
0: isn't it yeah. in the same way I had this conversation with somebody the other day about
2: Vyakar Yeah.
1: And like
0: Gurbani's about I said no it's a tool it's same as Vedanta. Yeah, Gurbani yeah. is above all these things
1: Yeah.
0: but we apply different schools of thoughts different tools
1: Exactly. and
0: basically our foresight isn't great enough to see the elephant in its whole will go now touching the tail and now touching the
2: elephant yeah. and those yeah. are the different tools you're using at different times exactly Yeah. and it's that simple yeah. So the thing is that, you know, yoga and Ayurveda, they go together, and yeah. bhakti, they're all interlinked. Yeah. The highest yog is yeah. you
1: know,
2: to merge in oneness. There's, there's no higher yoga than that, yeah. to realize, you know, Sada Anga a Bhagurte, that is here, present, right here, right now, that God isn't something you have to achieve, God, it is that's the ultimate of yog and merging your consciousness in with that presence of a qalburk,
1: yeah. which is
2: everywhere. And then the the next thing is, well if you're doing that, is that good enough? No, you've got a human life. You need to keep mm-hmm. healthy. If your uh your Anga working properly, Hadbare not working properly, what are you gonna do for yourself or others? Exactly. So then out of here that yog comes into that. Just a system of health. We're not saying it's a certain form of bhakti. Yeah. You know, that art samjane, this is the, the, it's, the way.
0: Well, it's, the, it's the way that everybody else will go. It's January, I need to get to the gym. Exactly. You know, it's, it's that sort of thing. It's look at, yeah. I don't do any of that shit, man. Look at me. Yeah. But, you know, going to the gym, I go to the gym, get to a vending machine, buy something, walk out. Yeah. But, yeah, everybody else it's there to take some protecting you your body isn't it
2: exactly so, your body. so you know the the body in mandaria
0: yeah
2: Yeah. so we have to do our best to respect our saree and yeah. someone else's and the first thing health is wealth yes like now like the dalai lama says people spend their whole life searching for wealth and then the other half of their life getting rid of the diseases that were caused in the search of wealth yeah. so what's the point of that keep yourself if you're healthy Sorry. Say your dad isn't feeling good, you feel sick. Well, you can't even eat anything.
1: Mm.
2: Say if you can't move around, what can you really do? Yeah, exactly. Can you play with your kids? Can you go shopping for your parents? Can you do anything worthwhile? Yeah. So you know, The thing is, we forget that Guru Nan Deji was born in a culture where health was really important. Yeah. Even a few generations ago, health was really important. Now it's not, and that's why I embrace you because I know it balances people. Gets them back into body awareness. Yeah. That they're not like floating above their head somewhere in their thoughts all day and all along. And and I think sometimes people uh, are religious escapists. And I, I found that in the month uh, that they sit in the God because they've got problems, they don't want to face their problems, they can't get over some issue, and they're sitting there in a sense of escapism. That's me. Yeah, that's no, true. It is true. It is true. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not saying it's you, but people no, no, do no, that. Yeah. But the thing is, those mental, emotional problems you know yeah. you have to fix yourself yeah, exactly. if you if everything's why good why good why good outward worship to the monotheistic Lord yeah, exactly. which I'm saying there's a place for that too because yeah. I believe it's panentheism yeah that's exactly that's what it's
0: yeah. it's panantheism well, yeah. I said this to ramblings yeah. when I had a talk with him and it's and I have to explain it yeah. but it isn't it's not pandeism, it's not yeah. anything like that exactly
2: yeah. that's going to be the nearest model yeah. because monotheism will fit in there
1: yeah.
2: apollotheism will fit in there guru worship will fit in there it us fits. being part of God will fit in there it
0: fits Shankaracharyas and Ramanujas Vedanta exactly it's all inclusive yeah. Right? Yeah.
1: and so
2: the, so we can look at Guru Granth Sahib as a set of theologies yes. of Avastis and those different theologies come from the different Avastis that we see yeah. and now the thing is if we can't be in tune with our man, our self,
3: hmm.
2: our deeper self, because if we look in Garbani, what does Maharaj say in Garbani? Maharaj says, first man, tujoh suh payapna muh pashant, then maharat atam ras johjani suh khasriya, Jagat joh, japain is pashat. The list is endless. Yeah, I guess, guess atam ram ram ha- hai, atam un asara, gurnaam desh saiz. But, you know, when you look at that really earnestly, instead of worshipping the monotheistic Lord, which is the place for, yeah. when you look at that from within, yeah. that's when your mind starts to change.
1: Yeah.
2: And your deficiencies start to get fixed.
1: Yeah.
2: But before that, those vakar can stay even in the worship of the Lord. Yeah. I've seen lots of dodgy stuff in the Gurdwara. I'm more of the dodgy person myself. Yeah. But I've seen lots of corruption, lots of things. Yeah. Uh, in, in I can't say taram, but in religion. Yeah. Because where there's taram, there isn't wrong. Yeah, exactly. So, and so we know that there's a kind of, Sikhi now a belief system
1: mm.
2: rather than a practice system of Tadam where people have a conscious awareness and mindfulness mm. from and having that Indic roots of where it comes from. Because if you cut a plant away from its soil it dies. Yeah. And like I'm not saying like they'll say, Oh, you're saying India and Paratama and and Talama. I'm not saying that. Yeah. I'm saying we come from the same land as those gods, goddesses, Buddha, yeah. Jains, this Sufi Fakir, Fariji, we come from that pluralistic background, that you mean of India, Pavitr. there's yeah, so easy. much bhakti done on it, and we cannot divorce ourselves from our culture, from where we come from. Yeah. but if you cut Taran from his culture, it can just seriously just go into fanaticism, go off into something else that it's
0: not. But you've seen it now just because of the hybrid versions in the West, uh-huh. where it's got no complex roots, and you see that with the what I know you and me refer to as the neo sampradas, Yeah, yeah. Where you're just like, you know, they're, they're, what they're saying is right, but they've got
2: no roots. No, the roots don't exist. Exactly. No roots. Exactly. Yeah, tree with no roots goes down. Exactly. And the thing is, India is our roots. Exactly. India is where we came from. And that doesn't make me Sanatanist. No. And you know, Taram is eternal. Yeah. But I don't mean it in a kind of a, in a uh, in Sanatan Taram way. You can take it
0: Omrathir. Yeah. I'm the to you, Like the another part
2: exactly.
0: The, that it doesn't matter where you live, that you'll always that will be your link. That's the link, isn't
3: yeah. it?
2: So you know the the thing is, I'm proud of being a British citizen, having a British passport. I'm Proud that my forefathers, grandfathers, fought for the British against the Nazis in Burma, against the Japanese, mm-hmm. this type of things, and you know fighting in the World War One. I'm proud of that. So I'm always be a British citizen. Yeah. But also, my roots are Indian. And I always honour that. So for me, I haven't got hatred of India. A lot, a lot of Sikhs got hatred of India because they're not yeah, yeah. for this. And I understand. Yeah. I understand the angst, the pain I went through that. But a part of the healing is we need to love our Punjab. Yeah. We need to love where we come from. And we need to stop throwing the baby out with the bathwater. Yeah, yeah, we need so to realise if we're so anti this and anti that. Well,
0: that's what all the sons say. They say, yeah. If a fly falls into the milk, you just don't throw all the milk away. Take the fly out. Yeah, yeah, that's what
2: yeah. you do. It was a. Uh, I think it was a Babar and The Dave Ali. That's it. Yeah. Hana, and he. And well, that's why I started. Handi handi, yeah. and the, the, from Baba Buddha, lineage. little yeah. edges. So on a Babarida naaki, I fall
0: Baba Hari Singh ji. Hari Singh. Baba yeah. Hari Singh.
2: Yeah. And Baba Hari Singh, they said to him, "You can't say Krishna's name too much on yeah. the stage." And he said, my whole Katha is going to be on Krishna now. Yeah, because he
0: said, he's <laughs> called, they said, why do you call him Pagwan? He goes, Guru he calls him Pagwan twice. He Guru yeah. He goes, that's why he said, I'm going to talk about Krishna now.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: So the thing is, the people, they don't understand that all of these different ways are all streams leading to the same ocean. Yeah. Shandhi, Durghadi, Shivaji, but one thing is, Sikhi is, what the Guru removed from that, he's saying, it's all a part of the ik. Yeah. So, but the Guru removed the idol worship Exactly, and he removed
0: the supremacy of the Ved he removed the supremacy of the the Guru removed the supremacy of the Vedas, 100% yeah. uh, they removed the and they said we are Satantar, we are independent not Patantar, we are not dependent upon these and the Guru also said with regards to the deities the deities exist but if we look at yeah. them in, um, in a Semitic sort of version. They're they're the angels. Yeah. So why, why why worship them? Worship the you know, don't focus on the kirtan no, no no. you know. That's it, focus, that's on it. The, focus on the focus on That's it.
2: You know, so, so f- it's a fine line, isn't it? Mm. And you You've know,
0: got to realise they are part of it. Yeah. But don't worship them because exactly. they
2: are not the focus. They've got their role as well. Yeah. And and they're worthy of respect as well. Exactly. We do dis- not the house of disrespecting everything. No. Sikhi's the house of honour and respect. Get out on that. And so we need to be careful in these discussions, and we need to find the middle,
1: right?
2: Yeah. We're always going to be well for at least for for Sikhs in you know, Indian families, we're very close to the heritage. We're always going to be Indian. We're always going to be Punjabi. Yeah. Sect, Khalsa, etc., or assigned to a certain sampradaya, jatha, whatever it is. And that's all fine. Yeah. But we we can't uh, forget that where who our ancestors were, where we came from, what they did. How far the Guru has taken us, and what we owe that land, yeah. you know, what we owe that land of Punjab, uh, and the wider land, I would say. And you know, Maharaja Ranjit Singh didn't have this antagonism with with the the, the rest of India, and, yeah. and you know, like uh, uh, Shivaji, the Marathas, and others. He right. was he, we had good relations with everyone. So if that was the king of Punjab, why are we why are we in such conflict? And I, I understand that the Indian government instigated a lot of this themselves yeah. to create the separation yeah, between people, the communal politics, which they always do. But do we need to fall for that? Because yeah. look at Guru Nanak. Bhai Balla was a Hindu and Bhai Mardana was a Muslim. Man. Yeah. Let's go back to the simple stuff, you know. They did not the, need to convert them. They did not bring them into Exactly. Bond. I mean, he go, um, uh, Baba Ji Guru Nanak goes with uh, Bhai Mardana to Hajj. And yeah. in the Janamsaki, says you need to go to Hajj mate because you're a Muslim man. Yeah. and he tells him that you're my friend you need to go that's what it says in the So you it. need to
0: experience the truth and
2: realise what is really there yeah. and, then, and, then, and then the thing is so we need to keep our doors open our minds open and yeah. hearts open and my the 2 people listening to this who live in the West who from Sikhi background or yeah. whatever spiritual background is do your bhagdi do your naam but focus on what influence what good good you're going to do, what seva are you going to do, because yeah. the world is increasingly selfish, yeah. and sikhi has always been about giving, and langar pani and seva, mm. and let's think what we can do for the wider communities, yeah. and for the world at large, in our own little ways, whether it's just planting a tree, whether it's just tiny, tiny little things, whether it's a beautiful post on Instagram, whether it's just something with shanti and peace, mm. And we need to embrace that. Like it's important for these times, especially like what the world's gone through in COVID now. Yeah. And I know a lot happened, but there's so many deaths that happened in our community through mm-hmm. COVID. Um, but we need to like uh think of the wider masses. Yeah. Like we've never been an insular so, so We've never been like a, a ghetto. We've never had this idea of segregation.
0: Because yeah, Marathi says na ek naam chal di
2: yeah. And we, we need we even, even Haram, yeah.
0: we got the you know the bad tours or whatever. Manage doesn't even exclude them yeah, yeah
2: so we need to keep that at the forefront yeah. no. okay, how we how are we going to be positive influences on the society that yeah. we live in yeah, uh, and how can we make the world a better place while we all individually here? It's not a just as our job. Is not the SGPC's job. It's not the job of any or anyone from any like that. it's the individual's job as a sect Yeah. to be in that nam, do that kumai, and be good to the wider society
1: yeah.
2: and until we don't all individually embrace that we're going to be in the same internal politics. Narcos, um, does that make sense? Yeah, it we're does. going to implode, you know? We, we, obviously we don't want to explode either but we need to grow yeah. But we don't need to get burdened by our own issues, like about Dasam Granth or about this issue, about we, that issue. Well, we
0: said this the other week. I was yeah. having a talk with uh, Emperor, and I was saying, we should focus on the 95% that we all have in common. Yeah. Said, so, yeah, we, we're going to have 5% that's not common. Preach that to those people who
1: uh, have
0: got the same mindset to you.
1: Yeah.
0: Don't start a fight with our own and cause issues of your own. That's
1: yeah, it.
0: Yeah. Thing so, you said about your yoga and. Keeping your mind still. Mm. Is that similar to some mindfulness? What
2: the practice within Buddhism? Well, look, uh, I can't. Because that's focusing on the breath, isn't it? In, in Asta Bhagavad Gita, in yeah. Asta yeah. Bhagavad, yeah. was the guru of Radha Janak. Yeah, yeah, Radha I mean, Janak, who prays in Patanis of a by Maya Vichadasi. Yeah. And so, Radha Janak had that Raj Yog Padavi. Yep. Uh, you know, mentioned in a lot of the Pratan texts and the Sanskrit text, the Purana
0: texts.
1: So,
2: and as well. And, as well yeah. and on Asta he says that all enlightenment is is the complete absorption into awareness. Okay. And so, when we look at awareness, we you know, we say Sat That yep. that from awareness come these three things, yeah? Truth, consciousness, mm and bliss but there's an underlying witnesser of all of that mm. so witnessing awareness so yoga when you're doing pranayama breath asana really you're trying to focus more on your exp- not your feelings about it not what's happening when you're doing it but yourself watching yourself do it okay does that make sense yeah, yeah. It, 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 it's, it's the
0: um what, what do they call it they call it Andy, the Andy. The, 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 experience, the seeker, the seeking, and the. It's, it's the one thing, isn't it? And that's the, it, that's, the tri- it. The tri- that's it. The tri-
2: That's yeah. it. Like Ekagartha. That's it, yeah. Like yeah. In, it. In, in Gurbani. Yeah. So when you're doing that, there's not an object-subject relationship. No. You're becoming one, one with, with the whole thing. With the whole yeah. thing. Yeah. And so that becomes witnessing awareness, pure awareness, yeah. pure consciousness, pure seeing. Yeah. Pure knowing and that's really, that is the nirgun form of a kaal yeah. The rest is all sargun and all the astral, that's all yeah, sargun, that's also, Devi, Dev, Dev, That's also, all sargun, right? everything manda- with it, transcendent form. Yeah. yeah, all the mandalas, mm. right? that's all, it's not maya no. on that level, but then it it plays down into maya. Yeah. And then there's that central focus of, or, or point where it's all coming from, the bindu yeah. or the heart center, whatever you want to call it or the paramatma, but the mystery. Yeah. and that really is when you start that self reflective process you will see your own patterns your obsessions your good bad your regard, everything it doesn't mean you become perfect no but what you do is you start seeing how they play out yeah yeah and some self awareness and that mindfulness it, a yoga ends in mindfulness and that's where Baud, yeah, he puts it first mindfulness and then the guru went further and said you need Shabbat Shabba
0: Shabba. yeah Shabba mark
2: Huh. Oh, so the Guru said, actually, it's not just about yeah, exactly. You have to have Shabdha it with Shabbat. Yeah. So the Guru further refined what Borda had done, what the yogis had done. What people think is, oh, the Guru criticizes it, so he just writes it off. No, The Guru doesn't the, write it off. The Guru explains <laughs> you use the
0: Shabdha Yeah. to um, melt the ends of the Kundalini from there and, and yeah. hold the Kundalini. Yeah. Then you go through the astral, astral exactly. centers. So it's all mentioned yeah. with the Shab Sul
2: And I look at Bhagat Jadev Shabad of yeah. the of the, the, the Analom Valon yeah. and yeah. you know saying the name of God sixteen times. Yeah. So it's, is it Bhagat Pagaj? I thought it was burning. I don't know. It's one of the books. Uh, yeah. It's one of the books. yeah. One of the, pugs, yeah, one of the say, pugs, you
0: hold the Eid up in your Pamana and you go, yeah.
2: And Guru Nanak even mentions it yeah. to balance then, you know, get yeah. the energy in the Sushona. So these things, they're real. Yeah. It's how we apply them, what we're gonna do with them. Yeah. And so Nice. why I've
0: got Six different questions for you, based on what you've said. Um, first question, you mentioned your dad's background in Afghanistan. Mm-hmm. Um, have you ever looked back into it or researched
2: it or documented it in any manner? No, there was an yeah. Afghan Singh who came here for treatment. Yeah. And he said, "Sing, I'm telling you, you know, from your lunching and your family, mm-hmm. how you talk to each other, do stuff, you're Afghan Sikhs. Um, well, I can tell that. but yeah. I remember saying that to somebody at uni,
0: just... Your complexion, your, yeah. your features, your eye colour, and, yeah. and
2: I said, "You're off your rocker." I said, "You know, we're we're uh, Punjabi, we're this, that, and the other. We're from uh, mm-hmm. Garpadana mm-hmm. in Narmachir." And he's like, "No, I'm telling you." And then I said to Dad, and Dad obviously Dad's you know he's aging a little. Kept bit. it to himself. <laughs> no, no. I said to Dad, I oh, go. This guy said this. We're from Afghan, and he said, "No, no, I can't. No, it's not possible. No." And then two weeks later, he goes. Actually, I remember my great 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 granddad came from Afghanistan, yeah. and he had two wives, and then they were they were in two different bends or split into two yeah. different places. And our side of the family come from one, and so then that was the Afghan connection that made a lot of sense. No, and fine. I haven't researched it more.
0: No, that's fine. I think. Uh, it's something you need to do, it's something kids will probably want to know. At some yeah, point.
2: yeah, and yeah, so that, that's kind of. I will go to Afghanistan one day. I hope when it's safe. I know one of the very, very prania uh, surups of uh, Dasm Grandsau, Ben Gur Grandsau were out there. I don't know what happened to those two saroops,
0: they were out there. At, um, it's surprising, I,
2: I don't know, I don't know anything. Well,
0: it's uh, um, it could have been there. I know, yes, the one where he left when. Yeah. written a sense, and then there was the other one where Baba Sri Changes Gordor was there as well yeah, yeah. Um, you mentioned your forefathers
2: in World War I, World yeah.
0: War, yeah, I, I mean, do you know a lot about them or
2: historically what, in background what I know is that dad's father was decorated twice with medals yeah. and he fought in Burma
3: yeah.
2: and then his father and his brothers they were they were out in yeah. France somewhere
0: and, uh, yeah. Because, I'm going to think just released a website, hasn't he, with lots of lots of different names. Yeah. It doesn't capture everybody, but it captures a lot of
2: names. Yeah, now I'm going to have to look through that. Check it out. Well, that's good. Uh, the
0: other thing, you've not really touched upon it, but we've seen it here. You've got pictures and pictures and pictures of manuscripts, which are not... I know you've said, talked about your research within the libraries, but a lot of those are because you also you've got bobo-colorised frescoes, you got all sorts. How long have you been collecting, you know, obviously you've put some massive research in, which isn't even in any of your books. You've got stuff that's sat there in the ether.
2: Yeah, it's just all sitting there. I'm going to put it all online with your help. Oh, well, putting it online, yeah.
0: you know, that's not an issue, but what I'd like to know was how long did it take for you to gather all, all that information and you've been sat upon it. So you've, I'm guessing that's during your time in India. In that. India
2: and here, I think it's a good like five, six, It's a good twenty years' worth of researching, photocopying, collecting. There
0: no, you got lots there. It'd be like I said, that'd be We'll be happy to help you with anything on like that. That's not a problem. Um, you, I, I don't really want to go through a lot more else. What I want to go through is. Couple of things I remember about you. I remember meeting you through your cousin Hodge. Mm-hmm. Hodge was at college with us.
2: He's a major now.
0: You you know know what what I, mean. ju- I just remember this this person out of nowhere. Me and my cousin at college because he used to do a college course while he was at Leicester Uni. Come and slap us on the back, and we're like, "Who the hell is this?" One he's massive. Uh, he introduces obviously to yourself. Um, one, so one of my earliest things of remembering you was Leicester Uni talk on 1984. You brought a VHS tape with all the clips on. I'd never seen anything like that at that time. And then I remember thinking, I need some guidance. I need some help. And I remember saying to you, "Said see, I said uh, since I've taken one, it's like it made me thick. I can't remember anything." And I remember you saying to me, "It's like it doesn't do that. It's not your armor doing that." I remember you saying, "But your arm read makes you focus away from worldly things." And that's the first time it hit me. I was like. Yeah, from now on, when somebody's talking about grants or something to a Bantha or something to do Siki, I can retain that. But if somebody's telling me, well, I can get to the periodic table of hydrogen here, and listen a bit on board now. I don't want to know. I see, I
1: see.
0: I just remember you saying that to me. It was the first time because I was thinking to myself, something wrong with me. Take my moment that I can't retain any of this. Mm-hmm. Um, so those are my first two things. And like I said, you taught me the first things about... Dasan, by the recent since that I heard in your room at uni first time mm-hmm. Sarabaloh we were talking about that, Yeah, I remember you telling me about Ganth when you came back from India, after you'd spent time with the Dalbanth when Babasanta You came back to the Dwartham, Yeah, you were there I was there, yeah. I know you were there because I remember you saying when I was next to this thing he's about seven foot something tall, he's massive yeah, yeah, <laughs> I just yeah. remember you sitting there telling us about that yeah,
1: yeah.
0: and if it wasn't for those sorts of things those sorts of conversations at the time, and you introduced me to John, who I spent so much time with after that. Yeah. It was, you know, for me, it's it's been a, a great, great time knowing if it wasn't for you in my life,
2: I wouldn't be where I was.
0: That, I likewise, know, I say, likewise, so, was... so now I'm more than thankful for that
2: <laughs> I remember you and your cousin bringing pizza like for the students like me oh, who yes. live out so <laughs> there's a lot of good you did us too well, I was, we
0: got our links with Sudars sort of and places yeah. like that I we got free
2: Yeah, and Mahapur Khandi Sangha that, that's what you, we know, do. you were you know, the, really put a lot of effort into it that awesome. and, and you know being sort of on the path the mark of that and having those discussions with you in the library, especially, yeah. we'd sit there and have a chat. And we didn't really go to SU, did we? We didn't go No, to no, school. it wasn't that we're
0: was Kimberly Library. Yeah, Sat we're in, in Library upstairs. Yeah, upstairs,
2: yeah. And then and then I remember like, yeah, many, many hours sitting there with you and then looking at stuff on the
0: on the well, internet. Yeah. And what the was it? We went through the yeah. stuff. I remember sitting there in your room and you were doing the top th- you sit for So you were playing the Tobler. Theater singing everyone I was uh, playing the Shabbat on the Dilraba and it was a uh, I just remember sitting there it was the three of us
1: yeah, yeah. and
0: there's moments like that that you know 20, 24 years on yeah. are still in my head and they're pivotal moments yeah
1: yeah yeah Something for me and too pivotal
0: moments for me, for um, me because it was like I'm learning from these people who you know yeah. my, my bit of Sikhi man, keep your kiss. it was the um, goodness gracious me man bug bug man that's it you're a sick and that's. It was learning at the time, so for me, I'm thankful. Just before we finish, you've mentioned some future projects Andy, that you're working on. You mentioned colonialism, Andy, Andy. Uh, Emily Eden, Andy. Andy, Andy. and your uh, other books on the Dussel and uh, things like that. When are they? Is a is a is it just to be announced, or is it? Have you got dates I've, and I've prospects got, and things? Yeah,
2: I've, I've got. I've got like uh, big family now, children. Yeah. Mum, dad. So i got responsibilities. I know what. Yeah. You know, youth gives you a lot of vigour. Of course it And so when I was younger, I'm happy that I started a lot of this stuff. But, you know, as you get to my age, middle age, it gets a bit harder to be... It's not that I'd love to do it. Yeah. But just the...
0: Other priorities. The man.
2: responsibilities and priorities. I know. Yeah. But I think, you know, I think this year maybe a couple of things will be published. Can you give us a synopsis on each one?
0: I know you've... Just, you know, a couple of okay, yeah, if you no,
2: no problem. So the, the book on colonialism yeah. is looking at essentially the incremental reform the the British did. Yeah. And how they achieved that, how they did it through intelligence gathering, yeah, what kind of things they did, why they wanted to do it, yeah, looking at things like seditious literature. Like, no one has looked at the Dasam Grant in that way. Even yeah. I didn't. But the thing is, if you look at it, they they knew it was too pivotal in the bump, Yeah. but for them it was seditious literature. So they couldn't call it that because yeah. it would be like blasphemy. Mm. So they had to kind of sideline it in other ways.
1: Yeah.
2: And I look at, you know, Shastar Puja, Ardi Arpa, all the things that they did incrementally to change all that. Yeah. That anything that has kind of Bilas or warrior, kind of uplifting kind of spirit yes. and the passive things that they left obviously that we have passive things too right? and so I look at the, these kind of things and and you know I, I look at things like uh, the Prakash of Shastr the mm. Syria Kaal Thakshah and the Reformation what they were saying about these type of things and you know that they needed to be done away with and all this type of stuff mm. so you know we know that the Mariada was more like a Sahib, Sajikhanda Zool Sahib, even a little bit Parthanas but the Sikhi in in Punjab was reformed. So if you look at Arti in any Hindu mandir, in any Adasi, you know. Akhada, so it's
0: still, the yeah, goes on and
2: things like that. That's it, they stand up and do it. Yeah. And then even Sant now, yeah. they'll sit down and do it. You can't do Arti sitting down. Mm-hmm. It's it's Meryadha, standing up.
1: Yeah.
2: so the Nahang Sings do it standing up yeah. and yeah. at darbar they used to do it standing up. Mm-hmm. And they would have all the suyak, Kabit bit from dozen and that yeah. have all been taken off, and Jakarta has been stopped, and all these kind of things. So I look at all of that okay. and how it's related to the martial tradition, the Kshatri tradition uh, of the panth, and mm-hmm. uh, and you know how Guru Gobind Singh made us armed, and so that's uh, that's, clung, it? That, that's that's those two. The Emily Edens is
0: never heard of Emily Edens.
2: She kind of travelled into the Punjab. She she drew a, a lot of kind of like uh, like watercolors i think they were of like nahangs and you know maharaja ranjit singh Sheer singh and she she had a book of uh, travels sure. and what i do is expand on some of the things she's written explain it a little bit explain a bit about her and her life along with those images uh, scanned at a very very high quality and then touched up digitally Okay. so using all the latest technology to make that better because you know some of the that some of the images out there are really bad and so I've kind of put that out there that scholars or people who publish books will use my book to do that mm-hmm. and plus the information I've put there okay. and a lot of interesting and anecdotal information in those books and then going on to working on some um, kind of translation work with Brim's Maragrant uh, A Bridge with Guru Mukhi yeah. there's one excised chapter on diet which was taken out putting that back in
1: sure.
2: and then working on uh, Gavi Gankan Das Kur yeah. translation and with uh, sort of illustrated with images of each Guru as they come from frescoes and, and you know photographs I've got that now have been whitewashed yeah, them yeah. in the book and then work on side Granth. I've written about a hundred pages on the history contents about the meaning of it uh, with translation and they're the major projects there's lots of other small essays and smaller things but yeah I'm in no rush I mean there's and then there's my obviously my PhD and edit this and publish this you um, might not be in a rush but we yeah, are
1: yeah to see it
2: yeah, no, but I can't. <laughs> I know, no, but
0: yeah, that's what I mean. So, yeah. people who will be watching this and listening to this, they'll be, you know, eagerly waiting those sorts of things because what it's doing is bringing out more research for other people to then work their stuff off as well. I know this
2: sounds like a cop out, but my advice to you and Sangat Guru Khalsa, Sekh Sangat is: a that I can complete it. Yeah. That the situation happens so that I can be a CEO while and do it. That's what I live and breathe for. Yeah, and I wish I had more time and, and no. space to be a be be a of for the plant, and and do what I can for the future generations in yeah. a, in a in a positive way.
0: Uh, the other one you mentioned earlier on was a course online with regards to the Ayurvedic stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, you're obviously working upon that. Um, you know that that's another thing that I'll be very interested to see when when that comes out. Yeah, yeah. Um, you've mentioned the uh, and you've mentioned a number of times the Ayurvedic uh, detoxing. There are going to be many individuals out there that are going to be interested in looking at this rather than going through pharmaceuticals, through doctors, through treatments that they've gone through there and not worked. Um, with regards to contacting you and therapies, um, do you have um, contacts that we can share on
2: here? Yes, yeah, just my website, World Wide Web, yeah. com. Okay, and then all the information is there. A lot of the different treatments are there explained in, in, in detail. Yeah. And then, you know, how it's arranged, the costs, and everything else. And then there's a form that they can fill in. Okay. And it's got my WhatsApp phone number, and uh, my Instagram's connected to it, I hope. Okay. And, uh, yeah, you can find me on Facebook. And just, you know, I'm
0: always... What are your handles on social media? Is it Gomerul Singh? It's just Gomerul
1: Singh, yeah. That's what.
0: So, yeah, we'll add that on anyway at the bottom. Um, for me, like I said, I just want to thank you. I, I know we've taken up a lot of your time. You've got people who need your help while we've messed you around. and going. me. Is there anything you want to add for anybody who's listening? Or any, any-
2: Whatever you do in your life, hmm. no one's life is going to be perfect. Yeah. Give it your best shot. You have to answer to yourself. Yeah. Your guru, your consciousness, your higher consciousness within you, Guru Tade Naliyahana. Yeah. Lekunda, Deekunda, or Yeah. But I say above and beyond all of that, live from a place of love.
1: Yeah.
2: And live from a place of peace. And that's what I'm trying to strive for and learn myself in my life. Yeah. That I can maintain and do that in an unbroken stream. And Yes, we can do all the rituals and all the things we want, and part and Nithanim, and purifications, and the Shanans. Dedicate all you're doing to the Guru, Guru Ang yeah. and the Khalsa Panth has got nothing to worry about. We just had this andhana with the government, we won it. Yeah. We helped other minorities, uh, we helped other groups, the Hindus and Muslims also get their rights. We were at the forefront. I'm really glad that the Nahang Sings came to the forefront. Yeah, they did, Massively. And my BNT is to everybody in the Pants, no matter whether whatever group they're from is, I haven't been the best example of that, mm. I have to say, but my, I never had physical conflict. It was always debate, know? Yeah. So I had a lot of friction in debate, but I it never really got to anything nasty. Yeah. But I said We all gonna have different opinions. But we will, our father is the same Guru Gobind Singh, Maharaj. Yeah. Mata Sahab God is our mother. Yeah. Guru Grand is our guru. We all share the same gurus.
3: Yeah.
2: And let's have unity, not from a political sense, but yeah. a unity of bhiyar yeah. and respect. Politically, we can never align, Anna. No, no, we Because cause where people's beliefs are different, alignment, humdi, ni right? Naturally. Kaal, chini alignment humdi, let alone elsewhere, Anna. In our own house, we can't find that unity sometimes. Yeah. So the thing is, pretend that's a false political unity. That's what the secret, Mariyadh, unfortunately, it tries to put everyone into in the same place box, yeah. and then yeah, kills everyone off, right? And the thing is, so life is never going to be like that. Yeah. Let's accept we all have different practices, but we all maras, this heck, yeah. a made all of us. Yeah. And let's live with peace and piyad most we can. Yeah. And less in our community at least let's try and keep our laundry in our own cupboard yeah. and deal with things internally yeah. as much as we can amongst ourselves because that's why Maharaj made the Taksa. Yeah.
1: because
2: he's saying your your justice is your own mm. he gave us that so let's sort out our problems between ourselves yeah. kindly in an honourable way I say that to the Najwaan have humility loyalty and respect for another guru naga sekhya you know someone's got their hair haircut doesn't mean they're less of a Sek. No, it doesn't, right? Have respect for every sekhra guru naga, my mm. bhindi to the my brothers and sisters. And the other thing is just back to the same thing. Yeah, that does he name karna, nith name karna, paar karna, apna rera sab karna, dia tha karna, jo even dega gerni chatka karna, jo karna right, whatever ki karna, renswa karna. Don't do it from hankar, do it from Pia. Yeah. That's my
0: only a good message, my friend. Right. I just want to say thank you on behalf of the Flawed, Foolish and Fantastic podcast. Thank you, thank you for not. being the fantastic. Thank you, thank thank you for being the fantastic. You. Flawed, and, flawed.
1: No, no, all, 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 all <laughs> without
0: pain. <laughs> but what I, want to, what I want is, like I said, society to know that you're out here, you're doing this and what you have done for us. And uh, I'm, I'm personally thankful. So by my pretty we just want to say thank you very much for being here. A guest well, 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 thank your time you. Thank you for yeah.
2: coming to my oh.
0: house and, and uh, honouring it. it. Oh, not honouring it. You gonna sweep up afterwards? It's causing a mess. But thank you very much saying why would you, you call oh, why why you you keep you keep there